You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, TMPS 110. We are back after a long hiatus. Joining me in the studio is the one, the only, the co-host with the most, Jason Mocha. Say hello, Jay. Hello. Wow. It has been some time, but we are back. Back at it in Mars, PA, TMPS. So, Jay, what's going on? Nothing, man. Nothing so, at all. So you were listening to some uh, old some old shows. Yeah, somebody said something reminded me of like one of our titles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, wonder what show that was. So I started listening to one. Yeah. Trying to figure out like where that was said. Okay. And then you at some point said like these kids in the neighborhood, they better like stay out of the street because they're going to learn the hard way. <laughs> like I don't want to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> that i was like wow that's <laughs> like i don't know why like we didn't pause the show like, yeah at that moment yeah yeah have a little uh a little I was like, wow that's like that's aggressive a little uh, reflection on that yeah when you, when you like when you go back and hear things that you said yeah it's a lot more dramatic because i don't like remember saying them no of course not and what do we care yeah either way so we just say it yeah but when you go back and you listen and you listen and you're like, yeah, like my RX wouldn't feel that four year old. You know, like that's very accurate. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it, it bugs me, though, that in our neighborhood, you know, the these kids get on the bus. We've talked about this. Okay. And then, you know, the parents got to wave to the kids. Yep. It's a whole it thing. It takes like 20 minutes for the kids, like each stop. Yeah. It's like a 10 minute stop. Yep. It's awful. Like I'm I'm trying to remember back when I was a kid. Um, what does that sound? Do you hear that? Yeah. It's like a ticking. What the heck is that? Yeah. I hear that. It, it, it's uh oh, now it's, now it's gone. No, it's not. No, it's there. I could only hear it in my right ear, though. Well, it has been some time since we did a show. Is there a clock over there or something? No. It has been. There's something going on. Good. And now it's gone. It's gone? What yeah, was that? I don't know. I just, what I, was I don't that know. Thing? What is that? This is my iPhone that plays the uh, the music. That's, it's causing interference. It's causing interference. Right. It, it, it has been some time since we've done a show, so maybe there's yeah. a couple glitches. I'm now like an executive producer of yeah. podcasts, <laughs> and I, I know that's interference. Well, I think, I, I remember when I was a kid, I'm pretty sure we just walked to the Did you bus walk to stop. school like our grandparents? Yeah, oh yeah, two miles. <laughs> but no, I, I'm pretty sure we just walked to the to the bus stop. yeah like everybody else without your parents and the parents well, stayed first inside. Off, my dad was at work right. or whatever he but, was but if there was a parent yeah they stayed inside yeah my mom was like you you guys can handle this you're you know <laughs> you know what i mean like you just gotta walk yeah. down the street yeah it's it's right there yeah yeah but see down here no i it, it looks like like a like a yeah like a it's, whole congregation it's of, like, of little it's little like, kids. It's like a community yeah. meeting every it's morning. It's like a Nickelodeon yeah. show. Down you know, there. I I uh it, depending on when I leave, I either run into it or or I don't. I usually don't. I run into like the little kids. Yeah. You probably run into the 
junior high kids. Yeah, yeah. You leave yeah. before me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I often don't have to contend with with the buses too much. You know where the buses park? They park by like the old Pizza Hut. Yeah, like on the side there, mm-hmm. and then they just wait until it's time. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, and then when you go to the stomp signs, like all the moms are like huddling. Yeah. You notice that? Sure. Like they all like, they're all talking to each other. It could be like negative seven degrees. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're, they're all still there. They're like in their pajamas, like yeah. talking to each other about like what they're cooking for dinner tonight. Exactly. Like what they don't do all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. It, it's it's like it's, pathetic. It's interesting. I'm like, just just go back inside, mind your yeah. own business. Yeah, yeah, do something. <laughs> My mom wasn't gonna wait with, with us at the bus stop. No, no, nor would she bullshit with. Yeah. for 20 minutes in the snow with some yeah. other mom. Yeah, it'd be like, no, just, I have I have things to do. That's what I mean. Yeah, I like, like these people have nothing to do. Yeah, they they just they stand there all morning, right. you know, or whatever. And BS and uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to do something. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like there's like a blizzard right now. Yeah, so it was a pretty nice day today overall, and then I mean it was cold, but yeah. it, it was dry, and then like around three or four. Yeah, because I went to meet my mom at Firebirds for a dinner with her friend, and yeah. so that was at five o'clock. So I kind of. You know, left around, I don't know, quarter to five or whatever to meet them. And it starts like flurry. Mm-hmm. But then throughout the meal, it then became like an actual winter it's um, event. Sticking, yeah. yeah. It's like it's heavy snow. Snow removal tomorrow, the dealership's going to really blow. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to really blow. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I just watch others do that. Yeah, you're very, uh, you're lucky in that um, regard. No, I, I, yeah. I'll help out. if yeah. It depends on how much it snows. I mean, if it warms up by 830 in the morning, then... That's true. And it starts melting. It's like not a big deal. A yeah. lot of it blows off. Yeah. If it's really yeah. windy and it yeah. won't stick, it just blows off. It just kind of depends. Like, um, it, it all comes down to do they have to plow or not? If they have to plow the snow, yeah. then it becomes an event. Because yeah. then you have to get the keys to all the cars. You have to start all the cars. You have to clear all the cars. And you have to move all the cars. Yeah, so they can get in between. And then they plow. And our lot is ginormous. Yeah. And it takes literally all day to get to accomplish well last night i don't know what's going on but like they might ray hall mercedes they cleared their lot last night really yeah there's nothing there they 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 anticipated it's like ready to plow wow because they, it looks like they're out of business they asked us that last big snow um you want to come in on sunday they asked if we wanted to come like, in on sunday and um, they asked, you know, every Friday morning we have a full building lineup. Right. Okay. Did anybody volunteer to do that? I don't know because so it's like, you know, we got a big storm coming over the weekend. Um, we are asking for volunteers to come in to um, we're asking for volunteers to uh, come in to uh, on Sunday to help with like the plowing and everything. And there was just this silence, this this silence. I mean, well, it's it was, Sunday. It's the only day the dealership's closed. Yeah. A lot of people like do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have lives. It's my only guaranteed day off, though. I typically now I I don't go in much yeah. on my days off anymore. And yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. I still go in early and everything, but I, I'm, I'm kind of take, you know, taking a little uh, 
uh, step back in that regard. I mean, if I have to go in, like I go in, sure. but I used to just go in and just do work and stuff. And yeah, now I kind of go spend more time with my mom and everything. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there was just this kind of, um, yeah, no one's raising their hand to well, instantly volunteer. Yeah. Nor should, it could wait till Monday. Yeah, it really can. I mean, I'm there almost 12 hours on Monday. Listen, we don't get 14 feet of snow here. Yeah. This isn't snowbird. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't like yeah. Jackson Hole. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Like a couple inches. Yeah. We can handle it. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll we'll be fine. We'll get through this. Yeah, it'll be fine. You know, I feel as time goes on here that Pittsburgh handles snow worse like when i was a kid i don't remember things like shutting down yeah exactly and like you know oh it might snow school's canceled tomorrow yeah like no we, we'd find out like five minutes before we're supposed to get on the bus yeah that school was canceled yeah it's much different now it's much different like it's, they tell you the day before yeah they they, they preemptively close things yeah because they don't it, it's not it's not about the building it's about bus stops yeah it, when it's cold and stuff, like when it was just remember a couple of weeks ago, it was like really cold. Yes, but it wasn't. There wasn't a lot of snow. No, but it it was it was that uh, polar vortex. Yeah, the vortex. It was negative. They closed schools three days in a row. That because they don't want kids standing outside. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not. It's not the actual school getting to school. It's yeah. the safety of being outside. It's the safety of getting onto the being outside and getting on the bus and being yeah exposed. Yeah. I, I don't remember that kind of no. Like, you know. There was no real regard for our Either health or they safety. They were really careless with us. Yeah. <laughs> they're really careful now. Hey, well, well, we survived. But you know, but but that's yeah. an instance where if it's negative something and your kid has to wait at a bus stop, that you might drive them to the bus stop or you know stay with them until they're on the bus. Yeah. Does that make you know what I mean? I get. Yeah. I mean. Dude, just go to school. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like that's how I feel. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. I felt like it really took a lot for us to have a snow day when when oh, we were yeah. kids. It oh, took no, a lot. no, like a snow day meant like you couldn't like get to the bus stop. Yeah, yeah, like, you couldn't walk there. Yeah, yeah. Like, then, then it would be closed. Like I, I remember when I was a kid in Uniontown, we had a giant snowstorm where the snow accumulated above our garage door. Yeah. That, that, that's that how much snow day. That's how much snow. Like a drift. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that is acceptable. That's a snow day because yeah. our vehicles could not exit right. the house. Like this might be a snow day. Yeah, it could like, be. Like in Mars. It could be. This could be like. You know, enough snow. is. This is co- enough for kids to be like, I don't want to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. But no, but I remember, I mean, Monday morning, if it snowed over the weekend, we'd have to wait till the morning to find out. Yeah, we would get I'd up, still get up and take a shower, and, or and then do, it and... would say, "Hey, Laurel Highlands is closed," and we okay. Well, then we just go back to bed or we hang out for like for the day. Yeah, but it yeah. wasn't like the day before. No, but also the parents not like plan. Yeah, like because you they get texts now. Yes, like yeah. school's closed. Yeah, so the parents have to plan accordingly for their work day. Yeah, because if you need a babysitter, what like what do you do? Yeah. Like if you have a if your both parents work, and your kid's supposed to be at school, and now they they don't have school, like where where do you like take your kid? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you're like hey kid, like I guess you call off work. No, yeah. there's no way. Like, I mean, yeah. 
I guess you can't. You can't. Some people can, but yeah, like if you're like a surgeon, yeah, you just you can't. What are you gonna do? Like, you just not go to work today. <laughs> like, man, he's he's good. He'll he'll make it another day. Did your dad ever take you to like watch surgeries and stuff? Um, like to like the hospital. I never watched surgeries in the hospital until I was like a senior in high school. Okay. My my dad used to um But I've seen like I went like where he made rounds. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I hang out at the nurse's station. Yes, exactly. Right. That's what I was gonna say. You like stay here and be like, I understand. So we <laughs> Yeah, so I would go to visit him at the hospital and the um because he, he was head of anesthesia, so he had his own like office on yeah. you know, down the hall. But then there was the full anesthesia partner's office, yeah, like which was area. kind of like a, like a, a bullpen. Yes. It's, it's much like a bullpen. Yes. They each have their own workspace. little little workspace, yeah, and with their charts and compute. Well, eventually, um, computers and things. Yeah, and then uh, behind that bullpen, there was a door to where the nurse anesthetists hang hung out, and then beyond there was the recovery room. Yeah, so it was all kind of like connected, you know, because Union yeah. Town's not a huge hospital. No, you know, so um. Um, um, I remember like, you know, I would go and hang out with him and hang out at his desk and then talk to like the nurses and like kind of peek into the recovery room. I wasn't really allowed, allowed, allowed yeah. in there. Well, at that time there was no like regulation. Yeah. We just run around, like, like poke it, people like, yeah. what's wrong with you? You could run around a hospital like an AK. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, no one, be, no one cared. There was no like security. Yeah. No one cared. There was very little like care then. Yeah. And so, um, then, uh, um, uh, then my my dad would usually like find me like scrubs, or something. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was this like shorter doctor. Yeah, and it would fit you. That would that'd fit me, and then he would we would go around to the. And I mean, he was in a, so he wasn't doing surgery, surgery, but right. he was putting people to sleep. Yeah, and he would let me like watch. Yeah, him put like put people to sleep and stuff. Right, and, right. You know, and I you know like if there was like a knee replacement see, or well, something. Well, see, I had to do. I'm getting feedback here. Yeah. Yeah, on the right side. It's pretty bad. No. I can't hear. I mean, I I can hear, but it's echoing. Shit. Oh. That's not good. You could hear that, right? Yeah. Oh, it's worse. Dude, what's going on here? How is it? Now it seems to be okay. Is it okay? Yeah, I wonder what that was about. I don't know. We're having some... some. Yeah. I think there's just, it's just been sitting there's here. There's a lot of like crackle. Yeah, it's just been sitting. There's just not a... You is, know what I is mean? Is it like dusty? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just needs a little a little love. Ooh. There's something going on, man. Is it from the, is it from the microphone? I don't know. How is it now? I turned down your mic, I turned down um, your mic a little bit. This side's perfect. This side's like useless. What, what is it doing? You know, it's like a you're trying to get like a radio station. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's interference. <laughs> Anything? Is better. it still doing now, it? Now, now it's a little better. It's a little better. Yeah, it's it's good enough to continue. Okay. Jeez. Man. So when I was a senior in high school, we had to do a senior project to graduate. Sure. So I, I shadowed like these doctors. So I watched somebody get like a colonoscopy. Yeah. That was like horrible. I, 
at that moment, I was like, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they have the, you know, it's a scope. Yeah. Through your ass. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, and it's on the big screen TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, they had like a 60 inch TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a big flat screen. Yeah. So it was this like older woman. Yeah. So. Yeah. I saw her like insides on a 60 inch. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's not good. That's not that's what my younger sister's going to be doing. Yeah, that's that's she wants to be a gastroenterologist. Yeah, that's 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 not good. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how that came about, but you know, I've always wondered about that. Uh, my dad became an anesthesiologist. Your dad became a surgeon. You know, how does you know? Well, well, first off, a lot of it has to do with the aptitude tests, like like boards you take. Yeah, you you become like better. It's like you're. They know you'll be good. Better yes, at this exactly. Yeah. So, like you know, there are boards you take throughout medical school. Yeah, and uh, you know, if you score, let's say six hundred and above, you know, you could be X, Y, and Z. You know, the kind of doctor. But if you're six hundred and below, yeah, then you're a pediatrician. You're a pediatrician. You're a podiatrist. Exactly. Yeah. And then if you're like a seven hundred and above, then that opens up surgery and kind yeah. of other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're like a five hundred, you you look at like armpits. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, not. And like it's not good. And, it's not good. No. It's not good. So, um, <laughs> it's like, you're, yeah, you become a chiropractor. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you so know, chiropractors, they 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 want to be doctors. Well, for the most part, yes, exactly. No, I know people who yeah. couldn't get into medical school. Yeah, so they become chi- like uh, chiropractors. But they have a complex. Yes, their whole lives. Yes, that they aren't medical doctors. Correct. No, I I have a friend who tried to get in medical school time after time after time and couldn't do it, and so he became a, a chiropractor. And then they get this thing where they're like, "Oh, I can, I can cure or help you with a, anything. Like, y- y- you have yeah. a cold. You, I, you just need like realigned. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? You need a tracheotomy. I could do that. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> and it's you get like, listen, pump the brakes, kid. Yeah. Like, it's it's okay. Yeah. You have you have fluid in your lungs. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll uh, fix that. Yeah. Just, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what's interesting is you know Danielle is getting a, a do, a do yeah. you know, which is it, which is a branch off of like chiropractics like like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> yeah do is i mean my the, the surgeon who did my uh nissen what is a do yeah my voice doctor is a do you can do it's the same thing it, it used to be not but these days yeah they get all the same training mds do's but do's learn a little bit more about the the the, the manipulation that that goes along with like kind of like the chiropractic yeah. Um. I mean. They, I mean. I. I don't. I don't think my sister is ever going to use it. But yeah. But they. It's there. They learn a little bit more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. But it's interesting. Um. I always liked going to the hospital, and uh, and like checking out the surgeries. Yeah. And all of that, and wearing my little scrubs. Yeah. You like that? That'll never be me. Yeah. And then uh, like, like two years later, you're, you're under the knife. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, I know. It's it's it was it it was cool. It, yeah. it was kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, and I remember he would be like, "I don't think you should." Sometimes he go, "You shouldn't be in the room like for this one for whatever reason." You know what I mean? <laughs> like cover your eyes. Son. It's just like it wasn't going to be like like a pretty sight. No, you know, I don't. <laughs> no, it's not good. Those nurse anesthetists though, they were the move. 
Oh, yeah. You got to go hang out at the nurse's station. Yeah, the nurse's station, they were always like, do you need something to drink? Yeah. I thought I was like a badass. Like, yeah. Take a Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sprite, the... the uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's funny, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, take like a pop. Yeah, man. Give you some like animal crackers. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Man. Yep. Gotta love it. So, um, let's see. Let's let's talk about um, let's talk about some sports because we we okay. j- we just had a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the, I, I didn't even watch it. It 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 was uh, I only watched it because my mom. I was yeah. with my mom and she wanted to watch it. Yeah. And I have to say, it was not the most exciting football game. No. Um, I left at the end of the second quarter. Okay. And the halftime show was on the radio when I was driving home. Okay. It sounded awful. It was terrible. It, it ba- like even the announcers were like, "This isn't good." No, the, it was extremely disjointed. The you had Maroon Five, yeah, who are horrible. Who they're doing their thing, yeah. And then you have these rappers who I don't know, B- Big Boy or I don't know who they were. I don't yeah. pay attention. Okay. And um, it was just this. It was like, you know. <clears throat> If you're going to have multiple people, you have to like integrate them, right? You got to make it. It seemed like three different halftime shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it was in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Atlanta for. Yeah. We're in Butler County. Here. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Atlanta is a more urban environment. Yes. Very much so. Which makes you wonder why Maroon 5, probably the whitest band ever, ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Maroon 5. Maroon 5. What kind of name is that? It's not. Yeah. But why didn't they just do the rappers then? Like, why even have Maroon 5? That's what they should have done. They should have just had, like, Drake. Yeah. Some Atlanta. Big Boy. Some Atlanta. I don't know. Yeah. Some Ludacris is from Atlanta, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah. I think he is. How about that? How about that guy, um, you know, from uh, Community who played Lando? Calrissian. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Oh, um, little Bambino or yeah. whatever the childish hell. Gambino. Yeah, whatever his little name Bambino. is. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Why well, not him? Right. He, he does rap things. That's Donald Glover's kid. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, why don't Gl- they bring him? Glover, out? there yeah. he is. Yeah, where's he? He's filming Star Wars or something. Yeah, he has better things to do. Bring him in. He was like Maroon Five. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. It he was made the wise move. Yeah, he did. He did. I, I think the. I think the highlight was the. Um, uh, was the national anthem? Oh yeah, what's her name? Did pretty well. Gladys Knight was Gladys, it Gladys Knight? Knight. Yeah, Gladys she Knight. was phenomenal. I was like, where are the pips? Yeah, and then somebody was like, the pips are dead. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, the pips are no more. Yeah, no, she she did well. Yeah, I actually I saw her live in Las Vegas. That's cool. And I believe she had one pip, one pip left. I, I maybe I don't know. I was this was years ago. Yeah, like well. years and years ago. So I don't know if like so for the Super Bowl they sing "America the Beautiful" and the national anthem. Well, those two girls are from Atlanta. They were very good. They were good. They were very good. But "America the Beautiful" is a good song. It is. Most people want it to be our national anthem. Yes, and I don't. I mean, I don't know. The Star Spangled Banner is significant because it was written during the war. Yeah, and that that is why it's the anthem. Exactly. Now I don't know the history of. America the Beautiful. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, or whatever it's called, but it's a good song. But yeah. they only play it during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, which is weird to me. Like, 
No, I, I think, just it's just to get another act in there. Yeah, and it's it's because like the Super Bowl is is in itself like such a show. I mean, every game is entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah. But the Super Bowl itself is like an event. It's it's a show. It's like the Olympics. You know, there's yeah. there's it means more. There's much more pageantry yeah. and whatnot that goes into the Super Bowl. It's like a whole day event and there's inter you know, there, well actually there's two weeks of events, really. Yeah. I mean you think of all like, the interviews and the team showing up and getting it, ready. Yeah. They're worried about like what the guys are wearing off the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Weird it's, stuff. It's I'm a like, real interesting They like, don't need two weeks before the game. Number one. Yeah, I think I think they probably do that because the Super Bowl is at a destination. Yeah, like they get both people there. They both have to go there. Well, it's more for media to assemble. Yeah, it's it's because it's such a a big event. Listen, the Rams scored three points. Yeah, it's it was not it was not good. It, it three points. It, yeah, you can't go to the Super Bowl and score three points. No, it's no. not acceptable. Yeah, and it make no. What happened to the Saints? Yeah. I still believe the Rams should have won the game. Mm-hmm. The call didn't decide the game. Yeah, okay. In my view. Sure. The, the game went to overtime, and they threw an interception. Oh, well. So they had an opportunity to win the game. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so... But then it made me think, like, maybe the Saints would have given the Patriots a better game. Well, it, I think it would have been a better game. Right, you know, it's hard to say, <laughs> and I don't know the if other, the but... Saints would have won or, or if the Patriots still would have won. But... but the Rams didn't look like interested. No, they they were um... overwhelmed. Yes, yeah, I think they didn't really know what was going on. And the goats like showed up, like well, I th- and Brady are goats. I think I think at one point they were like, we just can can we just win now? Like I think yeah. we just have to. Yeah. We have to stop. Like it's like a, it was like a, almost like a, like a cat and mouse. A lot of people are giving me a hard time because I like Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, you're in Pittsburgh, man. I mean, it's yeah, but you know, our team sucks. Well, our yeah, I mean, yes, th- that is true. Uh, but it's interesting because I-, I really don't know how. Like, you can't talk shit <clears throat> when you didn't make the playoffs. That that's true, but I- I'm not really sure how and why the things with the Steelers are happening. I- I- because how they do don't you- have leadership. That's what I mean. Like, how do you let Le'Veon Bell, one of the best running backs in the league, just wander off? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, how do you let um, Antonio Brown? He just does what he like wants. the best receiver in the league. Yeah, like you have the best talent. They don't. And Ben is not at his peak, but he's still uh, usable. It's because you know because of his experience. They have a bad culture. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't think Tomlin. I, I don't know. I don't know what you, what you think about it, but I, I don't like him. I think Tomlin. He's not. He's, he's a ob- problem. He obviously doesn't like Belichick. See, Belichick has a system. And and they've been so successful because Belichick is pretty much has a system that's like plug and play. He used to have to have yeah. talented players. I'm not trying to diminish. Right. I, um, um, no, but he, who he, was the MVP? Edelman. Yeah, Edelman. But and, he doesn't let people make excuses for not performing. Exactly. And it's like, you know, if 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 Brady gets hurt, he you know, you just have to have that other quarterback to plug in and do the plays. Now, I'm not saying that. They right. can, Brady isn't good. It's just, yeah. you he, know, he's the most important piece. Yes, but like you know, anybody you, else on the team is pretty much like expendable. Yeah, but like that that what was what was it last year or the year before he was suspended the first four games? Yeah, and they still went to the Super Bowl. They they won. They they, they, they beat w- Atlanta. Yeah, and then so, last year they won again and lost to Philly. Yeah, I mean, but it's like they always go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it, it's like Belichick's system is so secure. Yeah. 
and so sure of itself yeah. that Pittsburgh's you, very threatened by it. You have a job to do when right. you when you're a Patriot, right. and you do your job. Listen, and you don't whine about it. If Mike Sullivan coached the Steelers instead of the Penguins, <laughs> yeah, the Steelers would have two more Super Bowl rings. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Okay, he doesn't let the inmates run the asylum. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the problem with the Steelers is that anybody that knows anything about running a company organization or, you know, of, of scale. Yeah. Knows that there's a leadership problem with the Steelers. It's not a talent issue. It's an yeah. ego issue. Yeah, definitely. Because they have the talent. Yeah. If they could just put it together. Yeah. If they could just keep it right. secure. Like Tom Brady, he he has a clock, I guess. Like, and it counts down the hours and minutes to the next Super Bowl. <laughs> and we have a we have a quarterback who rides around on a motorcycle with no helmet. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, okay? yeah. And we yeah. And we got Le'Veon Bell's riding jet skis with like yeah. Instagram models. It's weird. And Antonio Brown's looks like Hulk Hogan now or something. I don't even like know. Like a blonde mustache. I don't even know. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. What what's that about? I don't know. The, the, there's no good. there's no control. No one is no no well, one's somebody leading. Somebody should have told him don't dye your mustache blonde. Yeah. <laughs> there's no leadership. There's none. There's really no leadership and whether it's from Tomlin or the Roonies or whoever. Yeah. Um they're obviously not able to get these guys on the same page. On, on the same page. Yeah. And because at, at the end of the day, you play for the Steelers organization and you play for this team. Well, they think that they're bigger than the team. And that's the problem. And the Patriots prove that no player is b- bigger than the team. No, you have to play and as a team. The last time I checked, the Patriots are pretty successful. Yeah. Yeah. So th- there is a fundamental issue yeah. with how those organizations are run. Yeah, and it's from Belichick down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kraft and Belichick. Yeah. They make it a point to say, our goal is to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. What do we have to do to win the Super Bowl? Mm Mm-hmm. And then if you're not, if they don't, if if they think that you're like not 100% in, you're out. Yeah, you're just gone. Like if you're 95% on their page, you're out. Yeah. Like, you're just not in the game. Yeah. That's like they held that offense to three points, man. And that defense isn't that good. Yeah. The it's Patriots aren't like the 85 Bears. Sure. Yeah. Or like the Steel Curtain Steelers. Yeah. But like they're real average. The, but it's it's just, I don't know. They're just so, con- it's all about like consistency. Yeah. And they, it's they just, make the big plays at the right times. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. They're just able to do it. Well, listen. I I just wish it was more. Because at the end of the day, you know, you want your team to win. You know, if it was the Steelers and Rams and it was still 13 to 3 and we won, we'd we'd all be happy and there'd be a parade. But, but like, it's still supposed to be, like, like entertainment. And it just wasn't a very entertaining game. Right. It it left a lot to be desired. Yeah. And it was like, you know. I don't care who's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just yeah. entertain me. Yeah, exactly. Because that's the goal. I mean, it's the well, biggest show. Do you care who's in the main event at WrestleMania? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. You just, just you, you want to entertain. Yeah, you just want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. You want to see at the end of the day. Yeah. When you have Hogan and Andre the Giant in there, that's going to be pretty good. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know they don't put like Mickey Mouse and yeah. you know 
Tigger. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they got, like, they put on a show. Exactly. That's the whole idea. Exactly. Right. Totally. It's an entertainment business. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, Super Bowls don't mean anything. Yeah, sure. Really, at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. Like, okay, you're, you won this game. Sure. But nobody's going to tell you with a straight face that the Patriots are more talented than the Steelers. Mm Mm-hmm. But the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. I mean, that's embarrassing. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, like we lost to the Browns. Yeah, it's not good. It's not a good look. No. No. No, the Brown we lost to the Raiders. <laughs> but we beat the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. You know, just I'm just saying. Yeah, the it's not it's not consistent. Well, they they don't have a I feel like Every Sunday, you don't know what your team's going to be. Right. That's, Where with the Patriots, you know. Like you're going to get this effort. Yeah. Even if they lose, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. Belichick, Brady, et cetera, et cetera. You know what's right. coming down now, the line. Now the Pirates. Well. The Pirates had their fan fest a few weeks back. Okay. They said with a straight face that they're trying to win the World Series. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Listen. Yep. Yeah. The Pirates. The the Pittsburgh Pirates. Last year, I went to zero games. Yeah. This year, I will go to zero games. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mind. I don't mind the, the a baseball game. Sure. But I have trouble supporting somebody who, who just blatantly lies. Yeah. Like to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that—that's like insulting. Mm-hmm. That, to me, I don't—I don't care for that. Like that—that's yeah. really upsetting. Yeah. You know when you really have zero chance to win. Yeah. And you don't really try to win. You don't pay anybody. Yeah. You don't—you don't, you don't bring in the talent. No, but they don't even try to. Yeah. It's not like they don't bring them in. It, it'd be one thing if the Pirates are like, yeah, we we offered two hundred million dollars to Bryce Harper, but he decided to sign with the Cubs. Yeah. At least. You could say, okay, they made a, they made a, a run at them. Sure, yeah. Pirates, it's just they're on the sidelines. Yeah, exactly. They're waiting to get tagged in. They're the kid that doesn't <laughs> get tagged in. Put me in, coach. Yeah, they're the kid that never gets tagged in. Yeah, that's the that's the pirates. I think the salaries are just so crazy. Yeah, and they're guaranteed. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you think if they put a salary cap in baseball, it would? What do you think would happen? Well, there's a luxury tax. Well, they're, they're kind of... There's not a salary cap, but there's a luxury tax. Okay. Um, I don't know the exact economics of how it works, but it would help, certainly. But it would also... Baseball has been overtaken by the NBA and the NFL. So, I think it would really hurt. Like, baseball's... Re- like, okay, football, for example... Like, there's a team in Green Bay where there's, like, 10,000 people live there. Okay. I mean, I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But it's a real small market, but it's still a huge draw. Sure, yeah. You know, NFL teams survive in these, like, weird places. Yeah. You know, they don't need, like, major huge markets. Like, Detroit, they suck. The Jets, they've sucked. Yeah. Um. Chicago, they've they're good this year, but they've sucked. Yeah, L.A. They didn't have a team for a while. They didn't, weren't even in the market. San Francisco sucked. 
You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. And, you know, but they'll... Pittsburgh, small market. They do yeah. well. Cleveland, unbelievable. You know, they do well. The, the baseball needs, like... They love when Boston and L.A. are in the World Series. Sure. They need that. Yeah. If Pittsburgh and, like, the Oakland Athletics were in the World Series, the Major League Baseball would just, like... They would just, like, shut down. They wouldn't know, like, what like what to do. Yeah, they'd be like, what's going on? Like, nobody's yeah. watching this. Yeah. They need the Yankees and the Red Sox and the mm-hmm. Cubs. They need the big markets in. They need that, yeah. 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 Like, even in the NBA, like, San Antonio, they they have five championships. Yeah. It's small more. It's the only, it's the only game in town there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's sort of, like... I think baseball is unique in that regard that they need their big markets I mean, to, to do well. Do you think that baseball, because if you think about it, okay, football, where are the players, the, the, the great players, right? They're, of course, in New England and then Pittsburgh occasionally, you know, and then when you had Manning playing wherever he was. Yeah. Um, you know, hockey. Yeah. Well, you know, hockey. Wh- where, where are the great players? Well, baseball. It's more about like in like and in the NBA, it's wherever LeBron is and Steph Curry is, they're always going to go. Yeah, the NBA is a joke. Yeah, the <clears throat> hockey's interesting because so there's seven teams in Canada. Sure, and there's going to be thirty two teams next next year or two years next year or two years. Who, who Seattle's coming? Who's what are they going to be? Do they have like a name? Like, Not yet. They, no. Okay. Maybe the Kraken. The Seattle Kraken, maybe that'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. But no, I don't. I really don't know. But seven out of th- let's just say thirty teams. Sure. Before Vegas, or thirty teams. Okay, so that's almost a third. It's like twenty five percent, right? Okay. But they make up like seventy percent of the revenue. Okay. For the league. Yeah. In before like two years ago. Three years ago, basically, the Canadian teams didn't have any stars. Okay. So now, Toronto's really good. Edmonton has McDavid. Yeah. Vancouver has um, Pedersen. Okay. Um, Winnipeg is a really good team. Like, they might go to the finals. Um, They have a lot of great players. Calgary is the best record in the in the West. Okay. Um, Montreal, they don't have, like, a real star, but they have a star goalie. Okay. So each of their teams has like a marketing, like there's something to build around. Sure. So the NA, the NHL is like thrilled because they're just making money, 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 money. Yeah. They they don't really care if Arizona and Florida do well. Sure. It just doesn't. They don't. There's not enough footprint okay. for them to impact the finances of the league. Oh, I see what you mean. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh has Sid and Malkin, and and you know it was good that. The Capitals won. They have stars on their team. Like you're not gonna, you don't win a Stanley Cup without a star in, in the NHL. Yeah, you have it's, to have a big major the NBA, player. You, you yeah. need a star. You need the LeBron James or Steph Curry. Yeah. yeah, that's just how it works. Sure. Well, that's what that's what I mean about about baseball. Not to not to diminish pitchers' talent or hitters' talent or anything to win yeah. World Series, but it's almost like it's more about the city going to the to the you know. Yeah, I mean, because I I guess I just don't follow baseball enough to know like the like the big players and it's all about pitching. Yeah, it's all about pitching. Sure. Yeah, the pitchers make the big dollars. Yeah, and you know, superstar players like 
they're they're the big dollar players too. But you know, there's a if you say like the the Cubs won the World Series like two years ago, uh-huh. three years ago, or whatever it was. If you were like name like their shortstop, yeah, I don't know, yeah, you you it's just not a. You're right. It's just different. You know, there's yeah. a lot of players on a baseball team. A lot. You know, it, it, if you don't have good pitching, you don't make it. Like, you can have guys that hit 500 home runs and the whole deal. But if you don't have any pitching, you might as well fold. Yeah. That's one thing the Pirates have decent is pitching. Really? Yeah. Oh, are they uh, plowing oh, finally? Oh, plow truck. Man, it, it really snowed. Yes, it did. I didn't. I didn't even know that this was supposed to come. I had no idea. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it technically is winter. I just hope for the best. Yeah, it technically is still winter time, well, even though the groundhog, you know, the uh, groundhog saw or didn't see a shadow or whatever it was. What's with the groundhog? I think it's a very interesting thing. I I, I really would like to look into more of the history of this groundhog. Yeah. Um, because I I find it interesting that that we put um a certain level of stock. In a, in a in a like a in, little mammal in a, in a rodent yeah a large rodent is it a mammal yeah it's, it's a, a mammal. mammal it's a mammal yeah it's for sure a mammal but what's the, like the like a lot of people gather there yeah yeah and, and this guy yeah. in a tuxedo and a top hat pulls this rodent yes from his home yeah and he and he like shows them off yeah I don't it's like Lion King. Yeah, I don't really understand like the the shadow part. And then how how do they know yeah. if it sees the shadow? They make it up. <laughs> like, does it make some kind of movement if it sees the shadow? Like, like what exactly? I mean, if somebody reached into my like nest, yeah, and pulled, pulled me out, I'd, I'd make a movement. I'd, I'd make some kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I just find it interesting how they know if it sees or doesn't see the shadow. Yeah, it's not good. I don't get it. Yeah. You know, it's probably going to be like the worst winter from like the next like six weeks. Exactly. And he's going to be the opposite. I mean, we, we put a lot of trust in this rodent. Yeah. And, and other states like look at us kind of like weirdly. Well, that's the thing, though. Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. It's, is, is it national? I mean, it's, are people paying attention to this? No, they they just see it on the news. They're like, oh, Punxsutawney yeah. saw his shadow or didn't I mean, see his shadow today. Because it's in Pennsylvania, so yeah. we have a like very... Lester Holt like, talks about it okay. on, like, the, on like Dateline you know, yeah. Evening News. Yeah, so, but to, for people in California, what do they really care? They, they don't. Yeah. People in California and Lutherland. They're they're not really concerned with a with a it's, rodent. It's gonna break off soon anyway, California. A couple yeah. more earthquakes. It'll, it'll be like a, a little island. It'll, it'll detach. It'll be part of Japan soon. Yeah. It'll just <laughs> kind of float float out there. So okay, listen. I've been on this kick lately about the, the missing airplane again. Which one? The MH three seventy. Oh yes. Okay. Okay, because okay. I don't know what got me on it. I okay. it was a couple like two weeks ago. I, there was a news report, or I saw it on YouTube. You know, sure. And something clicks in you, and you're like, "What's going on with there?" Yeah, you just want to know, man. How do we lose a jumbo jet? I, yeah, still to yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's not a small thing. No, like we landed, we landed a vehicle on mars yep 
Yeah. The images come back and they're they're crystal clear. Yeah, high the high definition. High definition. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yet we have like pixelated images of the ocean, you know, of yeah. this of airplane on like Google Earth. Yeah. We don't know where a jumbo jet is yeah. on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> How can it be? But we're up there with like Marvin the Martian. Yeah. They're, taking selfies. That is the, it's the it's it's literally the Titanic of our time. It is, yeah. Okay. And and they found but you know, they didn't find the Titanic yeah. until recently, if you think right. about history. Yes. So okay. that, that's where I was going with that. Yeah. So they, they it took them like uh, almost a hundred years. Yeah. Exactly. To find the Titanic. Exactly. You know, like 90 years or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. It sinks in 1912. Yeah, and nobody's like, let's let's just go look. Yeah, no one even thought to go look for it. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they did, but they, they just, might not have the technology to just, do it. I mean, because it was, I well, guess. who did it? Ballard. Pretty deep water, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like two miles down. Yeah, so no one's really scuba diving down there. No, no, there's no, there's no scuba no, divers. No, no, there's no. No, they're <laughs> no, not snorkeling. Let's go find the Titanic. Yeah, yeah no, no one's jumping in the water. No, they had to build like special like things to yeah. go down there and like look. Because like, of, like, of the pressure. And even though it's a large vessel, it, you yeah. know, they looked for it for like a long time. Yeah. And then finally, like, because you can only see like this much space in in front of you, in that deep. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's really, dark. You're only looking at like ten foot. Yeah. And maybe like five feet visibility. Yeah. Exactly. So you only have like that square footage uh-huh. at a time. For so I guess for them to find it was really remarkable. Yeah. Pretty much. Because you know, and they like freaked out. You know, and yeah. I I would too. Obviously, yeah. it's a Titanic. But like, think about it. Like when we're like ninety five. There's going to be a news report and say, like, they found this airplane. Yep. After all these years. It's going to be, like, the oddest thing. Mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't understand. How we just can't find it. It, Yeah. Like, and there's not, there's not even a, there's nothing, like, no parts. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like. And it makes you wonder what really happened to it. So I read this. There's like an Australian 60 Minutes. Okay. And you can like YouTube it. But um, it's a woman that hosts it. And she's she's really good journalist. And she she's talking to this guy. And this guy said there's no doubt that this, this pilot purposely did this. Mm-hmm. And he landed the airplane. He didn't run out of fuel. Okay. Because you run out of fuel, you just... Fall. You fall in the sky, sure. Fall in the sky. He landed the plane softly in the water, like like the Hudson guy. Yeah. Solly. And he said it would take about two hours and the plane would sink. He thinks the plane is intact. He said it maybe he said the, the engines would come off. Okay. When it like hits the water, the engines shear off. It's like designed to do that. Okay. But he says like the 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 fuselage, fuselage and is the... intact. And he said maybe a wing came off after it hit. But he goes, It's it's intact. He thinks that like the whole thing is just there. Like on the bottom of the ocean yeah. floor? Yes. Just like hanging out. Yes. Huh. I, I was like There's no way. 
My mom thinks that the guy landed it on land somewhere. Oh, I do too. And it was just, it just was either disassembled or the people too. were killed. Or, or I 100 agree. He thinks my mom thinks it's like more like a terrorist thing. Like the plane was stolen yeah. for they some like reason. They like repainted it. It's yeah. probably still flying. Yeah, it's probably and they just somebody put like a. Yeah. You know, it was stolen for yeah. for whatever yes. terrorists or whatever I don't know. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what she thinks that he flew it to Iran or something. It's wild, dude. You know. I just can't believe we lost an aircraft. Yeah. It, it's not like a little propeller. No, it was a large vessel. It was a triple seven. Yeah, it's pretty big. Pretty, pretty, pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like hundreds of people. Yeah, it's kind of remarkable if you think about it. Yeah. It doesn't really it's make not much good. sense. No. Yeah. It, it's really weird that, that, that this happened. So I've been like watching this whole thing. Then I got into, I'm like, every night, dude, last two weeks, I'm into like ancient stuff. Like, okay, ancient civilizations slash um, Earth dynamics. Okay. So, like, Ice Age. Sure. Like, catastrophic events that sh- reshaped land and water on the yeah, Earth. Yeah, sure. Like, all these things. And, and how the climate is directly correlates with advanced civilizations and then how like it recedes okay so there's this guy well you know do you know graham hancock he's a british author no he 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 was basically the guy that said that so okay like egypt okay everybody kind of accepts that the pyramids are five thousand years old okay okay that's fine but when he went and saw the sphinx He noticed that, like, he's like, wait a second. This was built way before the pyramids. And they were like, how do you know? And he, he was, like, walking around down there, whatever it is. I've never been. It's hard for me to. to yeah, conceptualize. I've yeah, never been there either. It's just huge, you know. But he said there's water erosion on the limestone of the Sphinx. So that means there was a flood or thousands, basically thousands or hundreds of years of constant rainfall in the Nile basin. Okay. Okay. We know that for at least 4,000 years, there hasn't been any water there. The, 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 the closest time period that there was water is like 7,000 years. So it's not like, oh, it's five years older. Or it's yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 years older. Or no. even like 500 years no, older. We're talking like thousands, thousands, like many generations older. Huh. So that's it, interesting. It was there. And then the pyramids were built later. That's interesting. Right. Because the, there's a new theory, theory that the pyramids were built with water to float the pieces to the top. But. That's not true because there wasn't, unless they filled channels with water. Yeah. They somehow transported the water. But there was no water there when the um, when the pyramids were built. But the Ice Age stuff is like wild, man. Yeah. Like th- they drilled like the Greenland ice sheet in like ni- 1990 or 91. Yeah. The ice was two miles thick. It was 10,000 feet thick. Huh. So they b- bored through the ice. And took like core samples, sure, and just like soil, like a soil sample, 
and they could date it. And and it's it's just I mean, some of it is you know, like thirty thousand years ago. Yeah. Like it's wild. And then he showed like there's this guy, um um Carlson. Um he he basically showed that climate change or global warming as we talk about it yeah. is a farce. Yeah, sure. And and he's a dramatic thinker, so he's not a left or right guy. Yeah. He doesn't have any like skin in the game on that end. But he showed we're like, within the variance and the earth has actually been cooling. Sure. Yeah. So he said that like for our CO two output that it'd be the equivalent of like having a a a, a lake of like fish. Okay. And the human footprint of the CO2 is adding one fish to that pool every 10,000 years. Huh. It's it's just... Yeah. It's so minuscule. Yeah. I, I, it, un- unfortunately, once a topic like climate change, uh, uh, you know, uh, global yeah. warming, you know, abortion, you, yeah. you can name anything. Once it becomes political... Yeah. then you can no longer believe anything about it because no matter what anyone says, it is with a, with an agenda. Agenda, yeah. And therefore, it's just, you just can't. So this time period between, um, basically it's when like the mammals were wiped out. Like sure. woolly mammoths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that with the mammoth creatures. Yeah. There was so much ice. There was ice all the way down to like, South Carolina, uh-huh. basically, forests, yeah, yeah, New York City, everything—they're all ice. Like, it receded the oceans by four hundred feet. So civilizations like Atlantis uh-huh. existed because it was land, sure. And then some catastrophic, catastrophic event happened. Who, which this guy thinks it was a cosmic event. Like, kind of like what killed the dinosaurs. Sure, like a meteor or something. Something. And it melted. It wasn't, because the scientists today, the generally accepted theory that we learn about in schools is they just gradually melted. Sure. He's like, no, dude. He's like, ten. He's like, there's 10,000 feet of ice today. Huh. Thick. Like yeah. Greenland. Yeah. It just, it's, it, it doesn't just happen. Like, you need something very extreme to melt the ice. Sure. So what happened was something happened and melted the ice within like year, a couple of years. Yeah. And the oceans came back up and wiped out like it basically wiped out civilization. Wow. Like a lot of people. I mean, it's called the Younger Dryas period. D-R-Y-A-S. Like look at it. It's, it's wild. Yeah. And all these things that like correlate like. We, we, we talk about like recorded human history, like 5,000, yeah. maybe 6,000 years. No, like humans have been around for like 200, 300,000 years. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we just sure. lost all of it. We lost all the the things that they accomplished. Yeah. It, they it's, How could they have been like recorded and kept? Yeah. Like look up this this thing. It's called Gokepli Go Tepe. Whoa. Just Google it. Hold on a second. Uh, hold on. It's like G O K E P L I T E P E. There it is. Gobekli Tepe. 
Yeah. So this was recently unearthed. It's an archaeological archaeological site in yeah. South Turkey, Eastern um, Anatolia region of Turkey. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, look how old it is. 10th millennium BCE. Yeah. Before well, that's that's the you know because like scientists like because uh, in college I took I took anthropology. Yeah. And they don't like using BC and AD because that's based on the birth of Christ. Right. And they don't want to be a religious. Right. So they created this BCE before the common era. Yeah. And then um I don't know what So so yeah. long story short it's 10,000 years. It's the oldest ruins we've ever uncovered. It it makes the Stonehenge look recent. Yeah. Yeah, because like if it's founded 10th millennium BCE. Yeah. Like that's a millennium is a thousand. It's 10,000 years. It's 10,000. It's at least 10,000 years ago. And here's what's weird about it. It was, it's very intricate. It was purposely covered up. They took soil samples. They know it was purposely covered. Okay. To preserve it. So something, somebody there knew something was going to happen. So it was covered on purpose. Huh. Today I got into the Yucatan Peninsula. Yeah. With you know the that's what killed the dinosaurs. Sure. Oh man, stuff's wild. You know we we get so bogged down about yeah. what's happening right now. Yeah. It in our matter. lives, it doesn't matter. Like it literally is. It's Insign- just it's insignificant. It's so ins- it's so insignificant. Yeah. Things have been going on 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 this planet. Yeah. For. I mean, if the coolest part of that Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? He's the man. When when he redid the um, the uh, what is it called? Cosmos. Yeah. Okay. And he showed that the if 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 the Earth's history was a calendar. Yeah. Our existence is on the thirty first of the month, in the the bottom corner in the smallest sliver. Yeah. Like nothing. There's been so much going on. I mean, think about this. Think about ten thousand years, okay? Because BCE and BC, they're Different. actually not no, too no, far. Common era could be is basically yeah. the last like f- two to three thousand years. Yeah, and so actually, if you if you like if you put like you know BC, which is before Christ, on a calendar, and BCE, they're only a few years apart or something. It's very weird, but yeah. I understand how scientists they they. You know, they want to be scientists. They want to. They want to have theologists. Yeah, they want to have yeah. their own. You know, they don't want to talk about history um, based on one like um, religion, right. right? And so, ten thousand years. Let's just say before the birth of Christ. Yeah, ten thousand. Ten thousand. These people were walking around, living their lives. Yeah, but the the thing about it is, if you if you listen to Graham Hancock talk about this, he thinks that they were way more advanced than us. And how is that possible? That's the thing. We have such a limited scope. Like the Egyptians or whoever built the Sphinx. Yeah. Was much more advanced than. Basically, he's saying that we couldn't do that today. We couldn't build a Sphinx today. We couldn't build like the pyramids. We we, we don't know how. He said, yeah, we can go to a quarry and like get stone, but we can't transport it. We don't know how. Like, without a truck. 
Oh, oh, you mean transported the way With, that they transported it? We don't know how. They think that that was all lost when the Alexandria Library was burned. Yes. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine the information we would have as a world? Yeah. If that was not burned, right? Because the hieroglyphics don't t- give us a clue as to how. It was, I mean, it was done. They can stipulate all they want. Roll it on logs. I don't know. Yeah. Just human, just slaves carrying them along. So today, just not too long ago, I was I was listening to this guy talk about the mammoth. Yeah. And mammoths mean basically anything over 100 pounds. Okay. It, it, you know, long time ago. Sure. So somewhere in, uh, where it is. There was a an area where it was warm. Okay. And it used to be like a tundra and it melted and some of the rock came off and it exposed this what looks like it, it's a certain species of it's an extinct elephant. Okay. The elephant was frozen in place. Okay. They discovered it in nineteen oh one. Okay, this thing was thousands of years old. Okay? Okay. It was 6 tons. It was it was eating like flowers. It would eat like plants. Okay. Something happened to it while it was just like grazing. It fell backwards like on its hind legs. Its hips were broken. The s- contents of its stomach was not putrefied. And it flash froze. So when it melted in 1901, wolves came and ate the meat right off the head. When was this? 1901, they discovered it. Holy heck. Okay, now listen. This is what's crazy. To freeze, to flash freeze a six-ton elephant, the temperature would have to be 150 to 200 degrees below zero. And it would do it within 10 hours for the contents of its stomach to still be there. Holy crap. So, so something catastrophic happened where basically the world just stopped in its tracks. Huh. My God. Read about the Great Chicago Fire. You're like all about this stuff. Oh, man. I, I, I'm telling you, I've been, I went to Barnes and Noble today and read a book while I was there. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, the Grammys are on. What's the deal with them? Do people still watch that? I guess. Huh. I don't have cable anymore. Yeah, but the Grammys are on CBS. You still get, like, basic channels, right? No, I have no cable box. Nothing. You get nothing. Yeah, I there are no more cable boxes, and you know what? So I watch net I watch Netflix in, in my uh, bedroom, and my mom was over the other day. Well, she like, turned the TV on, and I said, "Well, let's let's just get get Netflix on because that we got her a um an Apple TV for a Christmas." Yeah. Okay, because you know she basically just sits in her chair like all day because she can't really like uh, do much. Yeah. And um and um we showed her how to use Netflix and everything, so she's all about like like Netflix now, and yeah. I knew she would be. I've been begging her for a long time to, have an to get her own Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, 
Um, um, I showed my dad Netflix last week. Yeah. Before the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know that show with Seinfeld that comedians and cars getting coffee? Sure, yeah. He couldn't believe that you could log in, like, th- through your TV. Yeah. To the, what? what is the internet, and just pull anything you want. Yeah. Yeah, it's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you, you, could, you could watch this, like, if, if you were, like, three in yeah. the morning, Dad, and you were just, like, yeah. bored, you can come watch this. Yeah. He was like, what? Like, like it literally, you know, if you remember back in the day when you watched Cheers on TV and you had to wait till Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Yeah, to watch sucks. Cheers That's or sucks. whatever. Yeah. Guess what, Dad? Now you watch can go on Netflix long. and you can watch every single episode yeah. in order, no commercials, one after the other. But yeah. Parks and Recs. Par- yeah. I, I yeah. watch that show all the time. I, I'm, I'm currently watching Shit's Creek. Okay, is it, that's with um Okay, so Eugene Levy. Eugene. And and He's his funny. and his son created a show okay. about this super wealthy like Kardashian or Kardashian like like um family. Okay. So like the 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 mom um was a soap opera star. I don't even know what the father did. Okay. Had a production company or made movies. I don't even remember. Uh-huh. And they have a son and daughter. Now the son is his real son in, in real life. Okay. Is Eugene in it? Yes, he's okay. he's the father. Okay. Okay. And him and his son created the show together. So you have his son and daughter who are just like these super wealthy kids who are just like socialites. You know, they yeah. hang out with famous people and they themselves are kind of famous like the like Kim and Chloe just for being them. Yeah. They have no discernible talent. Yeah. They're just famous for being wealthy. Well, their money manager steals all their money, uh-huh. you know, flies off to an island somewhere, and they're left with nothing. Oh. Everything's being uh, repossessed. Their house is being closed down. And they're, all they're left with is a, a little bit of money and a town that they bought. A and town. you, Yeah, I bought that town for my son as a joke. All right. So they were uber wealthy. Yes. Oh, no, we're talking like, yeah, big, 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 big. Like the show super like over inflates yeah. their 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 wealth. Yeah, and you know what? I, is that I, still show, is that show still on? It's TV? still on. It's still on. Okay, so, so I think current. it's in the fifth season or something right now. Yeah. So he's uh, good. Eugene Levy's talented. Yes, very talented. He's a so good guy. Yeah. They they have this town called Shits Creek. That's the town's name. Yeah. That That's they funny. own this town, and they have to move there because they have nowhere else to go. Yeah. And they um. Um, um, and they live in a motel and it's just about them kind of adjusting to life in this yeah. little town yeah. to be completely honest with you. The show is not very funny. And I think it's because Eugene Levy and, um, the, the, he, uh, what Kathleen O'Hara, is that her name? Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Do you know, do you ever watch like the, uh, the uh, Christopher Guest movies? No. Like Best in Show and all that? No. Yeah, Catherine, oh, excuse me, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy have been in many, many things together. Okay. And is it supposed to be funny? Yes, it is a comedy, but the 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 issue the issue is that Eugene Levy and Kath, Catherine O'Hara are known as improvisers. Okay? Okay. Where this is a very scripted show. And I think the problem is they don't fit the. I mean, listen, their style. Sitcoms really can't be improvised because no. you have twenty-one minutes or whatever it is. Because in real life, there's there's a there's a commercials. Yeah. So it's not really a half hour. It's twenty-one sure. m- minutes to tell a, a part of the story 
and get from the beginning, middle, and end and be funny. You know, where, where when you make a movie, you can kind of have a loose script, improvise things. Because, yeah. you know, those movies that they're famous for, the uh, Christopher Guest movies, they're, um, they're, um, they're, um, they're mockumentaries. Okay, we're talking Spinal Tap was the first one. Okay, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, Waiting for Guffman. They're, they're actually doc documentaries where they follow people in real life, this real band called Spinal Tap, yeah. which is a fake band. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like kind of like a joke, you know? And yeah. like Best in Show is about dog trainers and do or people who show dogs. It's one of the funniest movies of all time, but it's all like improvised. And yeah. I really, really wish Shit's Creek could be improvised because I think it'd be funnier. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot funnier. But the, 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 the premise of the show is very odd. That you have this yeah, uber wealthy family weird. who has to go live in this town called Shit's Creek. I've been watching that because I was just on Netflix. I watched that whole like Ted Bundy thing, which was very creepy and weird. Yeah. I the don't know. The 70s what... were not a. It wasn't a good time to be a woman. The 70s were rough. <laughs> yeah. The 70s were a real interesting, interesting yeah. time. It wasn't real safe. To say the very least. Hitchhiking in the 70s, not. Not a good plan. No, in the Pacific Northwest, especially. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I don't know how anyone survived through the seventies. No, very strange. He he was a Bundy wanted to. He defended himself. Okay, so that okay. I he's I, out there. I did you watch the whole thing? No, on Netflix. He, I, no. No, if, I mean, if it doesn't interest you, doesn't. But you know, it's. I, I, I'm mildly interested in the mind of a serial killer because, and that sounds terrible. I know that, but we all are. Yeah, we're obsessed with it's it. Not, it's not natural. It's so out there. It's so out there because it's because they don't just these serial killers. They just don't murder someone. Okay, this isn't like a gang thing no. where you're trying to be tough. No, they just don't shoot and, and, and leave. You, okay, no, these guys are have specific targets in mind, yes. whether it's uh, John Wayne Gacy, young boys, okay, young men. Listen, he he his job on the side was actually being a clown. Being a clown, yeah. Okay, will, will Was that not a red flag yeah, yeah. for some? <laughs> uh, what's his name? Dahmer from yeah. Wisconsin? He liked to kill animals. Animals? And he then, dissected animals when he was a kid. Yeah, okay, that's one of the telltale signs. That you're going to be a serial killer is if when you're a kid, man, you kill like like the family pet and stuff. Well, the weirdest thing about Bundy was that he his girlfriend mm -hmm. was the one who turned him in. You know, yes, yes, multiple times because they yes. were, you know, back then they didn't have, they basically had a Rolodex, yeah, of suspects, mm -hmm. and she said, hey, yeah, and then they just put his name on the list and yep. never really got around to it, yeah, and then. The next time she she called, it was hey he has a Volkswagen Beetle, yeah his name's Ted, yeah this is where he is like go yep. get him like yep. what are you doing? Did you know that that he escaped? Okay, he I don't okay so I watched the whole thing and he escaped a few times yeah but one of the times that he either escaped from prison or like during his trial he like jumped out the out the window Isn't that wild he just jumped out like no one was watching him. He just literally jumped out a window of the courthouse yeah. and ran away during one of his escapes because he escaped a couple of different times. Jeez. Okay, he went. He went to Florida. Some people got killed. Yeah, you know, and they Unreal. they um uh they arrested him because he was in a stolen car. They didn't know who he was. 
They didn't know his name. He had a different license with a different name. They didn't know that it was Ted Bundy, the guy who had already been arrested in Washington or like whatever. National news. Now, yeah, they didn't know it was him. A mystery man was arrested today in Florida with a stolen car suspected of killing two women. Who is this mystery man? Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? It's Ted fucking Bundy, dude. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> He's killed like 30 women, and now, you don't know who he is? The mind, the, their minds are different, obviously. They, they, yeah. they have issues. Um, but, but he was a, a very um, well-spoken yeah, guy. Yeah, he was very smart. And, and that's you know, what really is the attraction to him. Yeah. Is that people don't understand. People think serial killers are going to be this very creepy. Uh, I mean, some are, of course. I'm well, not saying yeah. that they're like all just regular Joes. I mean, they're obviously creeped out of their minds. But yeah. they have regular jobs. Yeah. Um, he was in law school. I mean, even after his trial, the, the lawyer said to or the judge said to him, you know, Mr. Bundy, you are a very intelligent young man. And I think you would have made a fantastic lawyer. And I would have loved to have, you know, seen you. Um, even the judge was captivated by him. In some way. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. He had some charisma. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was something about him. Yeah, very weird. That 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 lend himself to these women just trusting him. It was very strange. And he used his real name. Hi, my name's Ted. Well, you know, if you plan on killing someone Ted. And and I know that like, you know, they're um you don't plan on them escaping. Like, your goal is to handcuff them to your car and then kill them. Yeah. But some did get away, which is why he got caught, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe not using your real name. He was bold. He was very bold. He did. You know, he went back to a crime scene in in um, and um, messed with the uh, evidence. Oh, that's, that's not surprising. Like, in front of everybody. Yeah, it's not surprising. And nobody like, was like, hey, that, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, he, it's very strange. He, he abducted abducted a woman from a hotel lobby. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, it, it's it it just that couldn't happen today. It just speaks. Well, to Well, I don't want to say that we lost yeah. an airplane. That that's true. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. If maybe it could. Yeah, but he was slick in some sort of way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he he must have had some kind of. He stood out when he needed to, and he blended in when he needed to. Exactly. It was some weird... It's very strange. Yeah. I don't know why the judge allowed him to represent himself. I think his, it's your right. It is your right. Yeah. And I, I guess I guess it is your right to do so. Um, but like his defense lawyers, because you watch the whole like documentary about it, they they were like he just he was extremely like erratic. Um, he, you know, didn't make good decisions because he, first off he might've been in law school stuff, but he wasn't a lawyer. He wasn't, he never actually became a lawyer. Um, he was obviously like clinically insane or whatever. I mean, yeah. mentally ill because of, you know, how he killed women and, you know, the number of them and stuff. And he like proposed to his girlfriend during the trial. It, they said he was just trying to distract everyone from the fact that he did all of these things. He wanted to be like. A rock star. He wanted to be famous. Like he really he he had a huge ego. Yeah. He he wanted to be famous. And I think his fame was I'm gonna represent myself. Yeah. I the whole thing is just kind of astonishing. It is. The whole it is you know, from beginning to end. Yeah. The, how long he got away with it? He didn't even confess to everything. Yeah, um, not until like 
just a couple days before he was killed. Yeah, he wanted to like clear his mind. He clear said his mind. he started. He started he started talking about it. The yeah. buried bodies. And, yeah, and then there were a few he wouldn't talk about. And, yeah, you know, he. I guess one of the earliest victims might have been like a boy, like a young boy. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, there's he was, a like, practicing or something. Yeah, there's a serial killer that um, I watched an interview with this one serial killer, and he had killed two boys at some point during his, you know, thing. And he said, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Because the rest were women, I think. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shameful. And apparently he ate their genitalia. I I, I know. It's, it's you, when you say it out loud. Oh my God. You, you, cause like Jeffrey Dahmer did that kind of stuff. Well, yeah. He was, he, he would lure these men in, have sex with them and like eat them. Yeah. He goes and he was like, that's how I expressed my like love for them. Or whatever, like to be one with them, and yeah. and like this serial killer literally was just like, I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm not talking about what 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 happened with, with like those like two two boys. Like, we're not going there. We, literally, I'll talk to you about every woman I've killed. Yeah, because but I won't talk to you about that. Yeah, because it's it's this. But even though you know they're of course mentally very uh, unstable, they're still a, they they still have some sort of. They just have they're th- they still have a threshold. It's just way off from it's, everybody else yes <laughs> yeah. that's just wow yeah. yeah wasn't the btk killer sort of an extension of bundy in a way uh what wh- what do you mean though he wasn't like didn't he um he kind of like idolized bundy oh i don't know i don't know I, I haven't i don't know much about him all i know is he was a normal guy in a town like was part of like the like church yeah, and had these bizarre sexual fantasies, and just invaded yeah. people's homes. He, I think, he worked for uh, a he, security, like 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 ADT. So he was like in people's homes all the time. Was he? No, but like he secu- was a pastor or something. Yeah, and he sent the cops a. Uh, oh, he loved that stuff. Yeah, he was like tormenting them. That's like, how they. Games. That's how they found him. And then they, they he said like, "Can you, if you decode this," and they were like. Yeah, no, like, we'll keep it, like, and then they did. And yeah. That's how they found him, and they, they traced the IP to a church. Yeah, to, his, he was to Dennis Rader. Dennis to, Rader, like, yeah. and it had his name and everything. They yeah. Just, they just they pulled him over, and they were like, do you know why you're getting pulled over? And he was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, real, like, nonchalant. Because they're they're so. Cut off. They're so mentally different, man. Man, that's dumb. They don't feel remorse or empathy. Because imagine doing that to people. I mean, imagine killing someone and like Ted Bundy and then necrophilia, dude, no, having just, sex with their dead body. He put makeup on them. I mean, we're talking. What's the deal with that? And like Dennis Rader like took pictures of himself like in like like, like, like women's clothing. And, he did? Yeah, I mean, you got to look. Dude, I mean, there's it, just it's so far. I'm, I'm just trying to go on Bumble and get a date. I mean, I I just want to take someone out like for like dinner. Yeah. See, these and, guys and give these, us a bad name. These these guys. Not only get they're the, ruining they're, things. They're really messing it up. I mean, they're taking it. It's it's bizarre. It's so out of the ordinary. Yeah, you know, That's why we're obsessed with it because it's so. Because you can't imagine doing it. Yeah, you literally cannot imagine doing it. No, it's just so out there. It's it's so far beyond yeah. what we would call, I guess, normal. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Ted Bundy, and then he would get like love letters. 
Oh, I mean, Women, yeah. Women, like, loved him. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bundy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, actually, I think I think Net, I think Netflix. I, I I saw this on Facebook, so I don't know if it's actually true. But I saw something on on Facebook that that Netflix wants people to stop commenting on how attractive Ted Ted like Bundy is, because like I guess there are these these women who have people of our generation who weren't alive back then. Yeah, they don't realize like the they don't they weren't alive like our parents for this. Yeah. So you got these. Yeah, I don't know, 21-year-old girls like going through through Netflix, like, oh my God, Ted Bunny's like like so fuck like fucking hot, you know? And that feels like you need to you can't do that. Like yeah. I think I think I think they're making a movie with a Zach Efron about him. Yeah. Like, like a movie That's movie. What I heard. Not like a documentary, but like a movie movie. Yeah. I think that'd be good. I mean, I don't know. I just think it'll be really good. I mean, because it's he it's so bizarre. I had no idea that that he escaped from prison, escaped from the courthouse. You know that he he you know that he he was arrested in Florida. They didn't know who he was. They didn't know he was Ted Bundy, and because they said like back then there was no internet, there was no computers, um, there was no Fox News or CNN back then. What a time! That's more like recent. You gotta understand like Fox yeah. News and this is all more more yeah. recent. Yeah. All all of this kind of stuff back in the seventies. I mean, you got Jimmy Carter. It's the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Like this guy I was telling you about with like the 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 pyramids. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you have to realize that we we are closer to Cleopatra yeah. than Cleopatra was to the pyramids. Oh, that's interesting. Right. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. He's like, you yeah. have to understand, like, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. That that That's really interesting. I mean, it's just, like, it's wild. Wow. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Right, yeah, that huh. that that puts things different light. That's in that's in perspective. Yes. Right there. Yep. Yep. Wow. Weird times. I got to tell you, man, so much shit's going on in the world. Oh, we, we're just sitting here in Mars. Yeah. We, we. I mean, we're like safe. I was talking. Who was I talking <laughs> to? I was talking to Kyle. Kyle and I went out to Shady Side. He's my new friend from work. Um, uh, nice guy. Um. Used to sell Toyotas. Now he's at Volvo. Yeah. You know, we, we like to go out. We go downtown, Howl at the Moon. And we went yeah, to Shady Side. Yeah. And we're sitting at, at Mario's. And I have no idea how this even came up. But he yeah. started asking me about, like, the history of, like, World War II. Yeah. And we started talking about, like, World War II. And, you know, okay, obviously we, we got into the conflict uh, within the Pacific with Japan because yep. of Pearl Harbor. He's like, well, how, how, how did we get into, the, into it with, like, Germany? Well... It was kind of all the well, same. They were the thing. same. They, they yeah. represented the same thing. Yeah, technically, it was two different theaters, as they call them. But Germany declared war on us because I thought they sunk a boat. Well, but that was World War One. I'm pretty yeah. sure that no, they no. sunk. Japan declared war on us. Yes, and, Pearl Harbor, and then we went in 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 the uh, Pacific. Yeah, and basically destroyed their navy. Sure, and air force. We we wiped yeah. it out. Yeah. And then we decided to, and you know, then we got pulled into the to the German to the Western Front, yeah. Okay, uh, for Germany, people need to realize the the, the Russians had lost the most. Yes, we, yes. We only and came I, in to clean up. Oh, I know how it came up. I was telling you about Russia. So him okay, and I, see? him and I have accumulated some characters. 
some whack packers, if you will, during our excursions. Okay. And I wish he would. He said he was going to do a show tonight, too. He he he, he said, oh, I'm, I'm going to come over and, and do a show with okay. you tonight. And I'm like, no, you're not. Because you keep talking about it, but you never actually show up. Well, there's there's talkers and there's doers. Exactly. And I'm, you know, so like there's like this girl we saw at Bamboo. We call her like a red coat because she's a gorgeous girl with a red coat. And Hubble, there's this little girl with the thickest glasses you'd ever seen. You couldn't even see her eyes. You call her Hubble like so a space thing? Yeah, so we, we call That's her Hubble. Ignorant. It is. It's very bad. Like very to her bad. face you call her? <laughs> no, oh. No, <laughs> I was like, wow. So I was telling, That's I was telling him about this girl that I call Russia because oh. I met this girl. We made out and fooled around a little bit. Yeah. Bad idea. Kind of like when Napoleon went 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 into Russia, yeah. tried to try to take over that didn't yeah. work. No, nobody's been real okay. successful with Russia. And then I just and then I, this girl and I talked again. We made out again. Still a bad idea. Yeah. Was not good. So it was like Hitler going going. I'm into Russia. Yeah. So it, I call her. She, my nickname for her is Russia. When I talk about her, you know, because it was a bad idea the first time and a yeah. bad idea the the second time. And so that that got the conversation rolling. Do you realize that we we were gonna go to the Japanese islands? Yeah, and f- and attack them. Yeah, but they they fight to the death. Oh yes. So yeah, that's, they, they would have put they would have weaponized children and women. It's exactly and kids and the whole deal. That's exactly that's what why I we that's why we dropped the bomb we, because we, we were like we can't win something like that. We, we that's talked, a no win situation. We talked about that. I told him about. I mean, yeah. I, I explained that to him. Is that it, they would have exhausted every Everything. man. Yes. And then once all the men were dead, they yep. would have then given guns to women yep. and children yep. until the only people left on the island were the emperor. And his main generals, or like, or whatever. Yeah. The, so Truman literally had to drop two atomic bombs on their country, so yes. it could just be over. Needless to say, the Japanese fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And I told him that they, there was a Japanese general that said you should not do Pearl Harbor. You, you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna screw yourselves over. Wake up the giant. You're gonna. But you know what? It kickstarted our economy. Yep, and it made us uh, the the world the world power. Right, but. Well, with Russia for a while, et cetera, right. et cetera. But, um, yeah, it, it's sort of like um, World War II was a weird... Uh, it, like When you go on Netflix, half the things on Netflix are about World War II. Yeah, because it, it's, it, it's... There's so much information. Because it, it's so wild. Like, think about it today, Jay. Our grandparents, like my, my grandparents, when I would hang out with them yeah. when I was a kid, yeah, my two grandfathers... One was in Germany, one was in Japan. Yeah, it's insane. One was in the army, one was in the navy. Right. So when I'm in school learning about Hitler and Roosevelt, you just ask them. I gotta go. Hey, Grandpa, tell me about. They they were there. Yeah. Yeah. They were actually there. It wasn't long ago. It was not that long ago. A lot closer to Cleopatra or whatever. Right. (laughs) It's a lot more reason than that. Right. But like, so you think about it. So okay, so it's not that far removed from you and me. No. If you look at it. No, it's not. And we look at our lives today, and something like that seems completely impossible. You know, does that make sense? Even it, though it does, but it, when you think about, if you step back for a second, uh, the world was kind of denying that the Holocaust was occurring. Sure. Yeah. And the United States was turning a blind eye to it, whether people want to hear that or not. Yeah. That's fact. And then. They bombed Pearl Harbor, and then it gave us the excuse, yeah, to go in. Sure. I mean, 
Hitler, Hitler was just a, he was the ultimate ego. Oh yeah. He, he thought that he, he was going to take over the world and he yeah. kind of got close. Well, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, but when push came to shove, we got along with, you know, we got along with Russia. Yeah. And France and England and, yeah. And eventually Italy. Yeah. You know, like everything kind of came together. I mean, um, it had to. Yeah. The the way I was telling Kyle, like the way that he did think, I mean, I said to Kyle, I said, listen, this is going to sound horrible, but if, if Hitler would have just stayed in his own country yeah. and did whatever he wanted, even if it did mean killing all the Jews in Germany, yeah. if he just stuck within the borders of Germany, yeah. okay, and maybe tried to bring, because he, he was obsessed with bringing Austria back in. He, he wanted all the German peoples to be under the same flag, right? Yes, he did. But I said, once he invaded Poland, Man. And then Czechoslovakia, and then et cetera, et cetera. Well, he started then, bombing London. Yeah. Bad and, idea. And then France and Paris. Mr. Churchill wasn't pleased. I said, I said, you know, he could have, um, I mean, he was considered a great leader for a long time. Yeah. He, I mean, the Olympics were there, yep. you know, like pre-1939. He was considered one of the greatest leaders uh, in the world. Yeah. And he was, I mean, um, he was not seen as we see him today. It was completely different. Right. But then, you know, things, of course, came to light over time. And uh, then the concentration camps were discovered, et cetera, et cetera. You know, because people didn't know that was going on. They didn't know th- they didn't know what was going on. Well, there were rumors. Yeah. There were rumors that where are all these people going? Yeah. Yeah. And how how is Germany so prosperous all of a sudden? Because he's t- stealing the wealth. From, from the wealth from one uh, kind of person that he didn't like and giving it to the German people. Literally taking Jews out of their homes yes. and taking all their furniture and possessions and giving them to yeah someone to else a, to a german a stranger yeah. yeah exactly so um you know and it's funny because i mean we're talking we're talking at a bar about how great hitler was but it's, it's but it's conversation it's if like if you were german he was great yeah exactly I mean, yeah it, like like i said it's all relative it's so all relative yeah it, you have to understand you know we're like this guy wasn't even from germany yeah he was, people were just like yeah oh my god he wasn't like, even aryan looking no. you know what i mean he was a little fuck. Yeah, he had like know? like one like one testicle. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Had, he was on pain he, meds. He had syphilis. Yeah, he was disgusting. Well, the whole syphilis thing is, you know, that starts affecting your brain. It starts eating away at your brain, and yeah. they think that's what really started him going off the. De- I mean, there's all kind of theories. I, one of my favorite documentaries is called High Hitler. H um. You know, H I G H. Yeah. About all the it. all the drugs he was on. Yeah, his doctor. He was paying his doctor like huge uh, coin. Yeah. Like, he was taking like he was taking like 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 meth. Yes. And stuff just to. He I mean they, they he said was shake. Oh, I mean it, it was bizarre and like yeah. he had syphilis from a prostitute when he was younger and I gotta tell you something I started reading it but the book is literally five inches thick. Um, the rise and fall of the Third Reich. I have it um in my yeah. bedroom. It is phenomenal. One of the best books ever written about him. Just about him coming to power and he was just this like zealot he just was he was in the army and he just had such a hard-on for being german and german nationalism and and uniting all the german peoples and there was so much infrastructure built yeah yeah and for for us to just like overnight get bombed and then get in the war we you know that's when women started working yeah so it it allowed America to like kick into overdrive, uh-huh. and because overnight we had to we had to catch up, yeah, basically to what was going on. Yeah, um, I I actually saw a uh, documentary. 
it was like World War II from space. Oh, that's interesting. It was um, they showed like the U-boats in the ocean. You know, they give you a big map. Sure, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Space, space. Oh no, I know what you like, mean though. I'm talking about like they're showing you what like, was going on. Yeah, where, it was where, going where on. all the ships were, and yeah. Well, when we got all the equipment over there, tanks and yeah, all these things that takes fuel. Yeah. How did we fuel it? Yeah. We we were we were running pipeline under the ocean. No way. Yes. Are you serious? Yeah, there was a pipeline. Because you don't think about that. Yeah. Like, to, we had to go and fight in Europe. Yeah. Like, Roosevelt was like, okay, how do we get all of our shit there over to Europe? Yeah. And then how do we make it run? Yeah. Like, how do we keep it going? Yeah. So it's actually remarkable, it's remarkable. That, that we won it all. So in France, like, when we went to Normandy, when we breached and yeah. then got up there, I saw this thing where, like, that area of, of the country was, like, there were, like, a lot of tree lines. Okay. So, there were basically, like, forests, and then there'd be, like, field, and then, like, another tree line. Like, huge trees. Okay. Like, really close together. Like, you couldn't see, like, it wasn't just, like, a 10-foot road. I mean, you're talking yeah. about, like, maybe, like, a football field across, and then, like, another tree line. What was happening is we were driving through... And then we'd get, like, ambushed. So yeah. So couldn't see them coming. Yeah. So you know what we did? We mowed all that shit down. We mowed, like, we, like, deforested that area of the country so they couldn't hide. Holy shit. Yeah, j- just something like that is, like, wow. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, like, really crazy stuff. It almost makes you wonder how they were able to do anything back then, like, like strategize and, like, win Man, anything. It's called manpower. Unreal. Just so many people yeah. had to... D- do it unreal yeah now we're just like yeah i don't know if like so like well that's a different kind of war like world one world two yeah very different trench to yeah air but i mean it's just rolls royce there's a book about the uh, merlin engine rolls royce engine yeah it's called the merlin it's called the the engine that won world war two and it like that was on the aircraft for um the navy and the yeah. air force for england and they only had one engine fail during the whole war. That's how. Re- that's what Rolls Royce really. Yeah. They became like this iconic kind of sure. status because yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so reliable. Yeah. There's a there's a video on. Um, I don't know if I saw it on Facebook or YouTube. Of there there was a there's a they found like a Merlin engine, and they got it to fire up again. Wow. It's just, you know, it's huge. It's, it's, as, yeah. You know, it's as bigger than his room. Yeah. And they just like crank it out and it just, it's polluting every, you know, it's just <laughs> awful. But it, it's really remarkable how, yeah. how reliable things, how, you know, because things are mechanical. You know, now we're computer. Yeah. Then it was, everything's mechanical. Cars are like computers. Cars I mean, are computers Volvos, it's all, it's all digital screens. Everything. Yeah. It's a big iPad. It's yeah. A, you know, it's all digital and, and the yeah. amount of wiring and stuff. Like, I can't even, like, imagine. It's just, it, it's mind-blowing. Did you watch Elon Musk's um, interview on uh, Joe Rogan? No. He told Joe Rogan that. Did he get high? Is that that, that, that he, picture yeah, of him he, smoking he, weed? He, he tried it. It didn't do anything to him. Yeah. It, it didn't, like, affect him because he's, like, an alien. Yeah. Whatever. He's a strange guy. He, he's strange, but he's he's the modern, like, Newton. 
like Tesla. Like, yeah, he he's he's brilliant. You he's, know, he is a you know Tony Stark. They that's him. They they based um yeah, that's him. Like I mean, he is Tony Stark. Yeah, exactly. There's no doubt about it. Exactly. Like, he, you just listen to him speak. I mean, he yeah. he's like a freak in a good way. Yeah. And uh, he he told uh, Joe that within our lives, you're going to be able to have like. And like, you know, AI robots now exist. Sure. When you die, before you die, you'll be able to download your person. Your like consciousness. Into your AI robot and live like forever. How's it even I, possible? I, I don't know. I, I was just like, I mean, Joe was like, yeah. you know, like he was like freaking out. I, I mean, I was like, uh, that's. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's really out there. Like he, he said he warned like all the governments. He said Obama brought me in and I warned the government about AI. He it's said like that, Terminator. Skynet. He, he said it's the it's not that they're smarter, but he says they can remember more than a human brain because they're computer. Sure. He's like they just have exponentially more bandwidth. Yeah. We don't have the bandwidth. We have the ability, but not the bandwidth to transmit that much information. So he said the robots are, it's like endless bandwidth. Yeah. He said they're going to be weaponized. Like we won't use soldiers. We'll just send robots yeah. to, to do it. Can can you, so so Terminator. So that's basically the, what if, we're talking. We're talking about Skynet. Yeah. I mean, if you take out the, the part about like coming from the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like T-1000. Yeah. yeah. Arnold just walking around. Yeah. I watched Predator the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle, he is extremely into golden era bodybuilding. It's yeah. all he talks about. Yeah. All he talks about is Arnold. And Franco, like Columbo, like all of those guys, Frank yeah. Zane. That's all. That's all he talks about. Yeah, it's just golden era bodybuilding. Yeah, just and tell I tell him like he called his mother and told him he already won. Yeah, oh yeah, we t- Oh yeah, that's like just the, the best. best. So there's a movie right now called Bigger. It came out last year. Yeah, it's about Joe Weider. It's a horrible yeah. movie. Yeah, you can get it on on Amazon Prime uh, for like five bucks. And um, I wanted to watch it because there's a guy named Callum Von Moger. Okay, Callum Von Moger is an Australian bodybuilder who is nicknamed Arnold 2.0. He's just the most like Arnold that's yeah. any that anyone's ever been. Let me look him up. From like C-A-L-U-M Von Moger, M-O-G-E-R. Okay. He's the closest looking body-wise physique face that to Arnold that we've ever seen since Arnold. Oh, wow. And the reason yeah. why I wanted to watch it is that, you know, Joe Weider, who... He's built just like exactly, him. Exactly. Joe Weider, who modernized bodybuilding you know what i mean made it not about feats of strength but actually about like sculpting your body and nutrition and um symmetry excuse me symmetry he discovered arnold okay he went to austria and found arnold and said come to california i'm gonna make you the face of of bodybuilding so arnold so callum von moger who is just this instagram or you know like instagram famous for putting his muscles up on the internet good-looking guy, et cetera, et cetera. He plays Arnold in the movie. So I wanted to watch it just to see him play Arnold. He's a shit actor, but it's a crappy movie. I mean, it, it made no money. You know, it's not yeah. a good... It's like, but it's, it's like 
Like it's like, but if you're into that stuff, it's something yeah, you watch. Yeah, and like the you know, and like the like uh, movie quality. Um, you know, you got like you know, porn, softcore porn, like Hallmark movie, and then this. You know what I mean? It, it's it's not, it's on the lower end of quality. Well, you know what I mean? But um, you know, it, but anyway, it's literally like it's all about the eye of the beholder. It's right. <laughs> But I just wanted to see him play Arnold, and it was—he did the accent and everything. It was really, really interesting. It was wow. really—it was very interesting. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Can you imagine this guy? Right. He born in Austria. He's just running, you know, <coughs> doing his thing. Yeah. And there happens to be a Canadian Jew from Montreal in yeah. in the North America, like United States, kind of, because he was in the U.S. by now. He created a magazine. Okay, muscle and fitness or, or whatever. Yeah. And it was gear because all the magazines at that point and all the like strong strong men of to, to that point, it was more about feats of strength. Yeah. And not about how you looked. Right. It was about lifting the heaviest whatever. Yeah. Boulders. So, you know, so Weeder was like, no. He, I, he was interested in physique. He symmetry. was interested in symmetry, muscle groups, nutrition, no like cuz like the other muscle magazines had alcohol ads, smoking ads, and he wanted nothing of that. All the supplements and stuff from today, he invented all of that. Yeah. Joe Weeder. Yeah. He had his own weights and um the army used his workouts to keep them strong. Like so he wasn't allowed to go fight in World War II because they didn't the, want him to die because the government said no you have to stay here yeah. to continue producing the materials that we're using to train our soldiers right so joe weeder had a guy and of course this is a very watered down version of all this because you know I, I don't know all the details he had a guy who would travel the world looking for talent because a lot of the guys in the united states were attached to this other idiot who had the muscle magazine they had like contracts with him to be in his magazine. Sure. So Joe Weeder was like, no, let's go to Austria. Let's go to Europe. Let's go wherever. Like pool talent. To get fine people who no one knows. And the guy comes back and says, hey, I found this guy in Austria. They call him the Oak. And his name's Arnold Swartz or something, you know? And, and, and Weeder goes, two tickets right now to Austria. And they went, brought him back. And now we have Arnold. Like Weeder just found him. And he became the, became the, 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 the bodybuilder of all time. I mean, he's the goat. I mean, if you had to put anyone up as the goat for bodybuilding, yeah. I mean, it's Arnold. I mean, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. But Ronnie can't even like walk now. There wouldn't be a Ronnie Coleman w without Arnold. Right. You know what I mean? Arnold is. Did the, you see Ronnie's documentary? I did. I it's watched awful. it on Netflix. He he really. He's like eighty now. He fucked himself up big. Yeah. And it's how he worked out. See, he went too hard. People like like Jay Cutler, Phil Heath, are they stronger than me and you? Of course they are, but they're not trying to um, uh, squat 800 pounds because bodybuilders are not meant to be strong, not like Eddie Hall or, um, you know, yeah. like the strong men of the world right. who are literally deadlifting 1,000 pounds. Right. They're just trying to look a certain way. Sure. So they would rather deadlift 300 pounds like 25 50, times, 25 times yeah. to build the muscle Though Ronnie Coleman, he was a police officer, yeah, and he only worked out an hour a day, and so he literally, when he worked out, would do the max. His joints all failed. Yeah, his back failed. You can only, your body can only take so much. He's too big. He was yeah, but they say that Ronnie Coleman, the 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 pinnacle of Ronnie Coleman, could beat anyone. Oh yeah, Phil Heath, Kai Green. I don't know about Arnold because it was such a different like era. Yeah, but I'm more recent because like if you look at Ronnie Coleman versus Arnold. 
or oh, Frank Zane. Yeah, Ronnie's huge. It's not even. I mean, Arnold. He had, of course, an amazing body, but they didn't have to get that big back then. No. Now you have to be a monster. I mean, Coleman was a monster. Yeah. I mean, you look at his body. He, he's like a scary looking person. You're like, what the fuck? But yeah. then you ever hear him speak, though? Yeah, he's, like, he's got yeah. this really weird, like, All Louisiana right. accent. Yeah. And you're like, you just don't expect that to come out of he's his right, mouth. He, dude, he, he goes every morning to Denny's in a Rolls Royce. Unbelievable. What's that about? Unbelievable. That's, he's Ronnie Coleman. He can do what he wants. Eight-time Mr. Olympia. Joe Weider invented Mr. Olympia. That, Ronnie he, won eight times? Eight, eight times. How about Arnold? Seven. Seven. Well, Arnold, see, back then he was like the first one. Yeah. Like to win. Yeah. I think seven. So in his mind, it was like, all right, I have seven. That's enough. I'm going to go be a movie star now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Time to make money. Yeah. Because he then went on to be a movie star and governor, then governor, et cetera. Where Coleman, by the time Coleman and them were coming up, Coleman wasn't going to be a movie star. It was a different era. Yeah. So, That's and then wild. I think Jake, Jake Cutler unseated. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I've not been a fan of Jay Cutler. He also has a weird voice too. Well, they're also well, the drugs do that. Yeah, um, Coleman was a really big guy. Um, Lou Frigno was a really big guy, but most of them, Phil Heath, Jay Cutler, Kai Green, yeah, they're not very big. They're like five eight, yeah, five seven. But there's bulk. But they're just able to build these because if you think about it, you know, if you look at like Hap Thor Bjornsson, one of the strongest men in the world, yeah. He is has no muscle de- definition at all, no. but he is six foot nine, and just like I was telling Kyle, you know, if me and Hapthor got together and yeah. for a year we did not work out, yeah, which obviously I'm doing currently, but you know what I mean, like if him and I just existed, yeah, um, when we've never lifted weights before, by virtue of him being six foot nine and built the way he is, he is going to be able to lift things heavier than me. Yeah, think about that. Sure. So if he does then work out and try to build muscle and try to be the strongest man in the world. Yeah, he's going to be. He literally has such a genetic leg up on everyone else in the world. Yeah. That's why Eddie Hall had to work so hard. Yeah. He's six foot three, still much taller than me, but Hapthor six foot nine. There's a big, big difference there. You know, so Junas Savika, six foot three, Lithuanian, probably the strongest man ever to live. The guy's unbelievable. Literally unbelievable. What's I'm, his name? Sadrunas Savikas. Yeah, I don't think he he doesn't lift. I don't think he does it. He's older now. You know, a, he's aged out of it. But you got to look him up, dude. He literally, I mean, anytime he shows up at the Arnold Classic, he wins. Strongest man in the world four times. Like, the dude just. Like a he, freak. He makes it look easy. Really? He literally could just grab just shows something. Up. And just lifts it and pushes it over his head and drops it and fucking walks away. <laughs> Body doesn't shake or anything. It, it's, What's his name? So, okay, I'm going to let me spell it for you. What it's name? unreal. It's unreal. Where's my mouse here? What, what's going on here? It's, it, it's literally unreal. Sadrunas. Okay, I see him. Big Z, they call Bi- him. Big Z. I don't think I spelled it right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look yeah. at the size of this guy. Yeah. So, you know, when you have to lift a 1,000 pounds or whatever, you have to be, like, super fat. So you'll notice, like, 400 pounds. So you notice, like, when he's younger and competing, he's really, really, like, like heavy. But then now, you can see him now, he's all shredded up like a bodybuilder 
because he doesn't need to um, be super fat anymore because I don't think he's he's competing to be strongest man. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Th- this is a this is a large person. Yeah. He is he is a monster. A real what, what monster. What is his real size? What do you mean? I mean, like, what he, is he, what are his stats like? Is he six eight? He's like, he's six foot three. He's only six three. He's six foot three. He's from Lithuania. Um, you know, he was uh like four hundred pounds. The his head on his body looks like a little like like a little like yeah. ball. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, like unreal. They 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 really consider him the strongest man ever to live. Just because of how many things he's won. But think about it. If you want to deadlift a thousand pounds, you can't be 250. You have to be 400 pounds. So that's why the strong men get so fat. Okay? Because like underneath all that fat are these are these muscles. But you need that that fat to just have something to like I don't He's know. He's the only person to ever win every current competition. Okay. Yeah. Think think about that. Yeah, I am. Yeah, th- yeah. I mean, there's no one has been stronger. Yeah. Wow. Four-time world strongest man. Yeah. Two-time IFSA strongman world champion. Eight-time yeah. Arnold strongman. Yeah. Three-time Europe strongest. Yeah. Four-time world log lift champion. Yeah. Fifteen-time Lithuania strongest man. Yeah, it's unreal. Like. He needs to let somebody else try. Yeah. In 2017, he was Lithuania's strongest man. I mean, I'm sure there aren't too many people in that. I don't know. Like, Lithuanians, they're like big people. Yeah, I'm quarter Lithuanian. Last night, I met this girl, uh, Savina, I think was her name. Yeah, that sounds Lithuanian. So, so, you know, Kyle is a rather attractive guy, and girls just tend to stare at him and just, like, flock to him. And... uh, and so I'm I've kind of been enjoying this like like um I'm attention and I've been taking a little bit advantage of it and just kind of like, you know, talking to, to these girls and this uh-huh. this tall blonde is just staring at Kyle. So I say, Hey, what's going on? She goes, My name is Savina and I said, That's an interesting name. She goes, I'm I'm Lithuanian. Yeah. So she's a pharmacist in Pittsburgh and yeah. her parents were born in Lithuania and then she was born in Boston and very exotic uh, looking. But very tall, because my family's been there. My mom and yeah. my siblings went because we're we're a quarter Lithuanian, and they said everyone's tall and like beautiful. It's like another world, you know, totally di- different world. Dude, he he squats nine hundred and fifty five pounds. Yeah, he he's he's my favorite. He's my hero. He benches six thirty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a strong man, dude. Like what? you're not you're not going to see Phil Heath and Jay Cutler doing that because they don't they don't want to do that. Because they're trying to look a certain way. I mean, their their muscles, by virtue, their muscles are they're strong. Hummer tire deadlift with wrist straps. Yeah. You know a Hummer? Like a yeah, yeah. 1,300 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. He, he could lift 1,300 pounds. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. You're at like a loss because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's like unimaginable. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, forty-nine pound ball medicine, forty-nine pound medicine ball, seventeen feet in the air. He just like threw it. He threw fifty pounds, seventeen feet in the air. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, that that's an interesting thing to be able to do. You ever see them throw like the barrels? Yeah, yeah. 50 pounds. Yeah. Just launched it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like insane. He's like they're they're insane. They they can do things that I mean, Eddie Hall has deadlifted the most of anyone ever. 500 kilograms, okay? And after he did it, there was a pool of blood on the floor. His because as he was pulling it, blood was spewing from from his nose. What? Yeah. And then his entire back, he pulled every muscle in his entire back. It was all bruised. Yeah. But he's lifted the most off the ground of any man in, in history. How much? Uh, 500 kilograms, I think. 500 kilograms? I think. That's like 1,200 pounds. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, 1,100 pounds. Yeah. That was close. Yeah, 1,100. Wow. Yeah. That's that's not right. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Wow. And and you do it once and then you're done. And cuz like Eddie Hall, his goal in life was to be the strongest man in the world and deadlift the most in the world cuz he thinks the deadlift is the whoever can lift this much weight off the ground. That's the strongest man like in the world, like in his mind. Yeah. So he became makes sense. Yeah. So he became the official strongest man um, in the world in the big international competition. He did that once, and then he went to lift 500 kilograms off the floor, which had never been done before. He did that, and so now he's kind of like done. I mean, he's like like um um Cedrunas. He's still lifting, still super strong, but he's lost like all the weight, yeah. and now you can actually like see like the, like the defined m- muscles, and because he's gonna die. I mean, at yeah, the he, end of the day, yeah. whether you're 400 pounds of muscle or 400 pounds of fat, you're still 400 pounds, right? There's a video of him doing this. Yeah. So your body, your heart can only take so much. Is this where he bled? Yeah. I, you, you'll see him. Yeah. It says this video includes the full aftermath. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. It wasn't good. Like, I mean, he, he, your, your body can't do this naturally. No, no. He like destroyed his body doing it. I think. Well, I mean, he's still fine, but at the moment, I mean, his he started to bleed out of his nose. They're putting fans on him before he does this to cool him down. Yeah. I mean, he could have had a heart attack. His heart could have just like popped. I'm surprised he didn't like. Like when you try that hard, your like organs fall. That's what I mean. Like he could have literally just blown. He could have just his intestines could have like just shot out of his ass. I mean, that's happened. And you know what? He does it in front of an audience. It happened to me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, 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 what if he failed? I mean, he would have had... Nobody's going to say anything because he'll yeah. kick, kick their ass. <laughs> I mean, at least he's trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's really, like, just to be there is kind of like you're a winner. Yeah, exactly. Sort of like... Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm here, and, like, you're just watching. Yeah. You know, like, at the end of the day, like, oh, my God. Nobody ever lifted 500 kilograms. He's the first one. They're cheering him on. Yeah. What an animal. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, you know, for a lot of people... He looks a little scared. Yeah. He's nervous. So, for, so like, I guess... some Like, why hasn't... If Sejunus is considered the strongest man ever to live, why hasn't he, he, he done it? Because in yeah. his mind, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Oh, don't pause. Come on. Like, like, like why, like why, why do that? You know, it's not gonna, it's not, I mean, I think he would rather have all of those titles. Does that make, make sense? Yeah. Like he's the strongest man in the world four times. He's been Lithuania, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And he's won all these competitions. You know, why, why try to lift that much weight off the ground? All right. Are you still watching it? Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, he's telling the crowd to get on their feet. Yeah. He's a showman. It's a big deal. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the like Is the energy. Is American? No, he's from England. There hasn't been a major British uh, strongman in a long time. He's like the first one in a long time. So you'll notice he he wears like a special shirt. Yeah. And he has wrist straps. Yeah, because like your wrist will snap, right? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is he doing it? Yeah. Is he bleeding from his nose? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, he's a beard. Can't tell. He just, like, passed out, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They had to, like, come get him. Yep. Yeah, he fell over. Yeah. Yeah, he's bleeding everywhere. Yeah. They're, like, wiping him down. Oh, my God. He's just a massive person. Yeah. They're telling him just, like, sit there for a second. Yeah, just like. Because, like, he can't, like, move. Just, like, take a chill. Yeah. He's, like, passing out. Yeah. They're bringing, like, large fans over to try to cool him down. Jason, think about it. 1,100 pounds. Lifting that. I don't know if I could deadlift 100 pounds. I don't know. I have no concept of how much I, I could lift off the ground. Like, does that m make sense? Yeah. I don't know. I've never really tried. 1,100 pounds is like a, a Tesla. Yeah, it's a car. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a small car. It's a small car. Yeah. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that the bar didn't snap well that is an interesting concept because you do see that where the bar, the bar bends. was in half yeah where like the bar bends like badly yeah because it's so much weight he can't even like move his arms no he they they said that his whole back was all bruised that he pulled all the muscles in i'm uh, in his back yeah he's like finally like uh getting to his feet now yeah now he like Acknowledges it's like, it's like wife like runs up I think Dude Holy cow Yeah dude Yeah that's It's not a game It's unreal Yeah he's He's a beast It's It's unreal That was like his goal Like that, he wanted that Yeah Yeah and, and that's he accomplished what he, what he wanted That's what he worked for His whole life He, he, he didn't want to be The strongest man in the world Ten times in a row He wanted to win it once He wanted to deadlift The most of all and oh, now he's talking to the crowd. Yeah. So I'm not going to go through all yeah. that. But yeah, but yeah, his wife's with him. Yeah. She's real small blonde. Yeah. Typical. She's, yeah. She's, you know, pretty cute. Yeah. Well, listen. Yeah. There's, you could go on Netflix and watch a documentary about him. Eddie Strongman. It goes through that, that, that whole thing. 
Wow, that's just wild. Man. Yeah, it runs through the whole the, the whole deal. I, I can't believe that. Yeah, eleven hundred pounds. Yeah, just like lifting, Lift, it lift up. It up off the ground. Like I could barely lift like my vacuum cleaner up the steps. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, it makes you feel very like useless. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he trained like his whole life for that. Yep. He was a for um, like one moment. Yeah, he had uh, he was like a world record, um, not world record, but um, he was a record setter for like swimming. His mom was a swimming um, instructor. He basically is just like an athlete. Like yeah. whatever he tried to do he athletically. Good. He was like Mr. Perfect. Yeah. So like when he was like 14, <laughs> he had all of these like swimming records yeah. in England or whatever. Wow. And then he went on to like do like bodybuilding and like strongman stuff. And then it just went from there. The English, they're not really um, that athletic of people. Well, I don't know. I, what are they good at? I mean. Like horseback riding? Yeah. Like equestrian, cricket. Yeah. You know, badminton. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. The English, man. Yeah, you just they don't, don't. They don't do a whole lot. I mean, Beckham. You, you have soccer, David Beckham. They're, they're good at soccer. Yeah. They haven't won a World Cup since like 68 or something. Yeah. Tennis? They're, yeah. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. I don't know. They're not like the the British had their heyday, man. They they were the empire. They were the only game in town for a long yeah, time. This little island, yeah, little island was ruling the world. Boom, taking over everything. I don't know how they did that. Yeah, I don't know either. The king, yeah, the king was scaring people. Yeah, very interesting. He must have convinced them that like England was much bigger than it was. Yeah, like yeah. before there were like maps or something. Yeah. <laughs> It's this little island. <laughs> it is. It's the size of like Pennsylvania. Yeah. Turn on its side. Exactly. Yeah. And they like took over most of the Western world, including the, not, uh, the, uh, the Americas. Yeah. India, and, the Americas. Yeah. The islands. Yeah. And this little colony, these colonies in the Americas were like, yeah, we, we don't want to be part of you anymore. And then the United States came about. It's interesting. Yeah. It's and then we took over that, 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 that mindset that made the, I mean, you have to have this mindset that, you know, you're colonizing India because you want to, you know, I don't know, make it better. Or, you know, it's like this idea that you want to make it British because yeah. British is the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's this interesting mentality. And so I watched Everest from ah. beginning to end. Yes. I, I watched. I got to uh, tell you. Yeah. Because I haven't I hadn't seen it from beginning to end beginning to credits I might watch it tonight because I, I slept like five hours today. I don't know when I'm going to go to the sleep. The movie is wild. Yeah. And it, it's true. Listen, I mean, for the most part, you know what I mean? It's, it's There is, okay, the movie makes you feel, it's an emotional movie. Yes. Um, definitely emotional. Yeah. And secondly, it makes you feel really torn. Yeah. For me, it made me want to try to climb Everest. Yes, yes, definitely. Even though people died in yes. the movie. You still want to try it. It's weird. And then you're like, nobody has any business trying to climb Everest. Yeah, you go through all these things. Yeah. I, I felt both at the same time. Yeah. I want to do it. I don't understand that. I want to do it, but also no one has any business there. Yeah. yeah. Listen. Because it's because of the death zone. When If Rob Hall couldn't make it. Yeah. yeah. We, we shouldn't try. <laughs> yeah, but he he could have made it, though. This is the issue. Well, if you he watch the movie. The, he helped Doug or he, that other guy. He could have made it. If he was willing to abandon Doug um, 
I'm Hanson. Doug was so close to his goal. Yeah, he he. If that's he, what was so upsetting. Yes, if if he just stuck to, and that's all true because I've read all the books. Yeah, if he stuck to the two p.m. or whatever one p.m. turnaround time. Yeah, and said, Doug, I'm sorry, but we're going down now. They'd still be alive today. Right, but Doug was too slow. He he he, he had no business on that mountain. Right, he, he had no. But business he made there. it. But yes and no. See, the issue with mountain climbing is summiting is, is only half the is battle. not the goal. Yeah, it's making getting it down home alive. is the goal. Right. But so if you're climbing up Everest and you're too slow, yeah, then you don't get to the top. But they his, force you to turn around. His goal, his yeah. goal, he accomplished. He did, but he lost his life. He lost his and life. And he ended up he got taking another life as well. Yeah, basically, he did, and that's a shame. Yeah. That is that really sucks. Yeah, but um, these people who die on Everest become entombed in ice so quickly. Yeah, that they're preserved. Yep, yep. I think they actually. Uh, I, I read somewhere that they either got Rob Hall's, they either buried him or that you know because they found him like they yeah, found yeah. like they days found later, him. like the next day or two. in in that little um, yeah. I place mean, he it's not like he was lost. They no, no. but they can't. I don't they they so sometimes when the storm receded they went back and found him. I think they sometimes push them off the mountain or oh, really yeah there's like I, I'd have to read because I read somewhere that they found his body and they they did something they they actually they I think they grabbed his 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 ice pick to take home to his wife it, he, oh. she wanted like a memento or uh, you know of him and I think they they, they 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 took his ice pick and I don't know if they pushed him off the mountain or they just left him there but it, it's like literally like a graveyard going up and down the mountain okay so Beck Weathers. Beck Weathers. He yeah. also had no business being there. He had no business now. Okay, but how this guy stumbled to base camp. Oh, that is unreal. You got to read his book. What the heck? You got to read his book. How did he live? Yeah. Left for dead. You got to read it. It 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 Okay, it, so it, it doesn't make any sense. So let me let's get the timeline right. Yeah. That expedition, who wrote the first book? Into it? Into Thin Air was by John Cracker. He wrote the first one. Yeah. He, then, he he wrote the book, uh, right? You know but, what I mean? Yeah, because that's why he was there because he was gonna write a book. Yeah, he was there to write write an article about yes. about the 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 commercialization of, of the climbing. climbing ever the fact that you and I could just could, pay could pay sixty five thousand dollars and Rob Hall or um uh Fisher yeah. would take us up the mountain Scott Fisher yes you know what I mean yeah that's uh Hall yes yeah now that that whole concept that mountain climbing isn't just for mountaineers anymore. That it's actually a sport that you could pay to do. Yeah, well, you know that's what I mean. Not smart. It's, no, it's not smart at all. <clears throat> but it seems like Beck Weathers wasn't happy with with, with what was in into thin air, and then he wrote his book. Okay, that's kind of what I got from reading. You know, it was kind of re- of a, a response to into thin air. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I don't. I'm not. I'm not really positive if if crack hour. Um, you know. Uh, talked about Beck Weathers in a very positive light because and I guess in Crack Hour's eyes, he really didn't belong there. But he had summited other mountains before. Oh, that's another thing. I mean, he was an yes, experienced climber. He was on the seven summit push. He wanted yeah. to climb the highest peaks in all in all the continents. So he was in Antarctica. He's been in in Denali. I mean, it's not like that was his first mountain. I mean, you can't climb Everest as your first mountain t- typically. Like no. you need to practice you, you need well, to you need to ice climb in in alaska ice climb in, in mount rainier outside of seattle like you yeah. know 
Well, that that movie was it. it it's sad. It's it's exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. It's very all kinds of emotions. Yes. I mean, it's like this. Everybody should watch it. Yeah, but 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 you're right though. It makes you want to climb it. I I want to go there. I just want to go to Everest. I I've been so obsessed with it for so long um, because it's so interesting. And I've seen that movie literally a hundred times. Yeah. I have probably watched ever. It's always in my DVD player. And if I just want to watch something, I'll put on ever. I, I can just recite the whole movie as as it's going. And um, but it does. It makes you want to climb it. And then it makes you think no one should ever climb it. It should have been summited and then like closed down because of, of the death zone. Yeah. Because of the fact that for the, the top whatever how many feet, you're literally dying. Yeah. No matter how much oxygen you have, so, no so matter I, what. I read something that said if you would take a normal person and just they're at Tr- base trans- level yeah. and transplant them to the top of Everest, if that was possible. Yeah. They'd only live for a half hour. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's only thirty percent of the oxygen. Yeah, they would just hypoxia and die. You would you, you would die because the whole the whole goal when you climb Everest is that you have to stay there for weeks. Like if you read the books, climatize. Yeah, because they 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 have to skim over that in the movie because they don't have enough time. But when you read the books, they talk about the three weeks you hang out at base camp, yeah. just just literally doing nothing. Yeah, being bored. Just because base camp is higher than, I think I think base camp is seventeen thousand feet. Yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. That's high. Okay, so that that's higher than at, mountains in Colorado. At Snowbird, I was at twelve thousand and I yeah. couldn't breathe. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like so, you know, I I could breathe, but yeah. you could tell that it was different. Yeah. So base camp is seventeen thousand. So you so then you hang out there for a while, then you go to camp one, then back down to base camp, then camp one, camp two. Back down to camp one, base camp. Camp one, camp two, camp three. And you keep going up um, over and over to acclimatize to those different altitudes. And then you finally get to camp four, and then you make the push. Then you assault the summit. Because it's all military jargon. Yeah. Because the the British military, that's who the, 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 the militaries sent people to climb these mountains to the Italians with Annapurna. How about these the, people you know, who climb with no oxygen? Well, see, those are legit mountaineers. Like those are the the real mountaineers. Like the like the the like, guy in the movie was like, I'm not doing it with oxygen. Oh well, that guy's an idiot. I was like, whoa, that guy Anatoly Vukarev. Yeah, that guy, the Russian guy. He right. There's a lot. Yes, there's a lot of talk about his behavior with without using oxygen, and um how it could have affected the outcome. Now, Anatoly did save people. Yes, he did. He saved people, and he was a hero for saving people. Yeah. However, there's a lot of discussion is if he did use oxygen, because he had to go up and then come straight back down. Yeah. He couldn't stay there to help. So there's this idea. Of course, we'll, we'll never know. But even now, the cli- experienced climbers say you can't help others down. No. No. No, you can yeah. help with rope. Yeah. But you it's every man for themselves. So the the idea is that if Anatoly did use oxygen, like certain people might still be alive. Because he would have been able to stay up there longer to help Doug. Or help Doug and The Japanese woman. And uh yes. Y- like, like you know what I mean? What's her name? Yosoko? Um or I forget her name. It's been She Namba. was good. Yeah. Yeah. She was on the summit summits too. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. 
but she was only like 90 pounds soaking wet. Like even Beck Weathers was like, she didn't really have any business there. She was too small. Like she didn't have the capacity. Like, like just like the, I don't know. Yeah. Like the, she was just the so frame. Imagine how quickly she would have frozen to death. She was so small. Watching you know? Rob Hall die. Oh. oh, it's not good. And that's, that's true, dude. The, the whole phone the call phone thing. Call? Because all of those walkie-talkies were uh, connected. So Krakauer talks about how he's sitting in his tent listening to their conversations. They all heard them. Base camp, anyone who had a walkie-talkie up on the mountain heard Rob Hall tell his wife, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm like, not making it. I'm not going to come home and oh. name, our, name our daughter Sarah. That, that wasn't, that, those were real. Yeah. They used actual written-down transcript from those uh, conversations. That that's legit. That wasn't like that's awful. That wasn't like dramatized for for the movie or like, like like fictionalized. That actually happened. They were able to get them in contact and those conversations. And those were almost like like word for word from what because you got to read Krakauer's book. That's the one because again that was just supposed to be articles in Outside Magazine and 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 Krakauer says it's it was the worst decision that he ever made. He said going there in 1996. He goes it was the worst decision I've ever made to to go there. But. It, he's also famous now. Well, I mean, that's and the double edged. That's the catch twenty two or whatever you want to call it, yeah. where he went there and was part of a real tragedy. Yeah. But that real tragedy made him famous. And then you have to watch Meru, also on Netflix. Meru is a is a mountain in the Himalaya that is the opposite of Everest. It is not a commercial place to climb it's only it's too difficult it's not as high as ever everest is easy if you if if all things considered climbing everest it's is accessible is not difficult yeah from a mountaineering perspective okay okay it's just so high that you're that if you don't have a because there are professional mountain climbers mountaineers who can't climb everest because it's too high their bodies c- literally cannot Handle it. Yeah. Okay. Meru, you have to watch it. Um, there's a there's a a route. There's a couple routes up Meru, just like 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 Everest. You know, there's the more like if we paid, sure. You know, them if we paid to go climb Everest, we would take that Kumbu Icefall. Right. I, I think that is the northern route. I don't remember exactly which yeah. route, or southern route or whatever. That's like the normal route. Meru has a few different ways up. But there's one way up the mountain no one's ever been able to to accomplish, and the docu- documentary Meru is about the three men who finally did it. It's phenomenal. And wow. John Krakauer, John Krakauer is like the he's like the narrator kind of. I mean, the three men who who climbed it, they are interviewed heavily, and of course they videoed the entire experience. Jeez. But Krakauer is kind of the guy. Um, Krakauer kind of represents us in a way that he's there to explain what is happening. Because, you know, you have the three climbers who explain what they did and how they did it. And then you have Krakauer who's like, here's the reality of the situation. Does he still climb? I don't know if Krakauer still climbs. He was a good climber. Yeah. But Krakauer's kind of like one of those guys. He he was a great climber. But he listened to everybody. But he, he did everything like they told him to do. Yeah. he He wasn't. Krakauer really wasn't in it for the glory. I mean, he can now he he can say that he got to the top of, of, of Everest. Yeah. But but his job was was to write about it. That's his his job. 
So that's why he's interesting. He's an interesting part <clears throat> of the documentary Meru because he's more there as like like an historian of mountain climbing, someone to tell you the difficulties of what's happening, to explain to you in more layman's terms, uh, without using too much mountaineering jargon, what exactly is going on. It's wild, and you got to watch it. It's it's really great because these these. I mean, I dude, I went down to the North Face store in Manhattan. And I just they they have all the legit equipment that these guys use. I mean, when you watch the Meru, Meru documentary, North Face is on everything. I mean, North Face is mountaineering stuff, and you can go down there and they have Conrad's. Uh, he's one of the guys who um, made it. Who uh, who did the Meru climb? Conrad Anchor. They have the suit, the orange like North Face goose down that he wore suit signed by him. He wore that. It's in glass. It's like a museum piece. Like it's at the a, North like an astronaut. It's like a, it's, it's the North Face store in uh, in Manhattan. They have like like the ice picks. I mean, you you name it. You, and you go to the REI store. They have all the different mountaineering stuff that they that they use on those climbs. You can just buy it because it's it's legit stuff. I mean, what if tomorrow I said I'm going to be a mountaineer? I said, Mom, I'm quitting my job. I'm moving in w- with you, and I'm going to be a mountaineer. And I'm just going. to... I mean, Conrad lived lived in a van. And he he was a vagabond. He went from this mountain to that mountain to this mountain to that mountain. And I mean, I'm just gonna go climb mountains. I'm gonna get real thin because first off, your height to weight ratio has to be perfect. Yeah. Mine obviously is not. Listen, because I can't lift my body up mountains. We can barely climb Mount Washington exactly in a vehicle. It exactly. <laughs> Dude, Meru, you got to watch it because it is an interesting story. Yeah. Because there's, it's hard to explain over this, but there's a lot of moving parts in Meru, a lot of history, why these three guys did it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got like the older guy. Maybe tomorrow I'll watch it. Yeah, who's like who's like mentoring, you know, the guy in the middle, and then there's like the young young guy who's like yeah. the up and coming climber who yeah. helped because, it, again, it's not Everest. There's no base camps there's no camp one two and three just is what it is you, you just just look up portaledge that's all you gotta know about meru oh portaledge okay. which is a tent that hangs off the side of a mountain that's that's how they had had to sleep think of a cot hanging off the side of a mountain there's nothing under you on everest you sleep on the mountain you're yeah. sleeping on the mountain yeah Meru is vertical. You are sleeping on a portaledge, which hangs off the side. How of do the they like anchor it? You gotta screw it in into the side of the mountain. Wonder if it fails. Well, thanks for thanks. Say la vie. Say la vie. <laughs> so I'm telling. Really? Look up portaledge. I don't know how to spell it. I don't know if like. I don't know how to spell it. I don't really know if that's wise. Yeah. It is wild, dude. And and they like broke it at like one point. Holy hell! Yeah, there it is. Portaledge. See that? How they're sleeping off the side of a mountain? Yeah, that's that's not really my style. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they have room service. Like on if the you portal just like edge. if you have like a nightmare and you roll over. Yeah, you're 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 gonna like you're gonna be done. Yeah, you're not gonna make it. That's a portal ledge, dude. I don't know if that's for me. Isn't that crazy? 
So imagine that. Because you spend like almost a month trying trying to climb it. Because there's only three of you. You know, and you have to move all your stuff up to the top. It's it's pretty amazing. I, I'd watch Meru. It, it's really a phenomenal, phenomenal documentary because it Everest is one thing, right? Meru is completely different. There's no there's no Sherpa. There's no one helping you. You are on your own. That if is you died, nobody's gonna find you. That's it. The only, the only way they know that you died is you never came came home, kind of thing. It's pretty phenomenal. It's pretty phenomenal. Well, dude, it's been two hours and 20 minutes. Really? That long? Well, we haven't done a show in a long time. We have a lot to talk about. I could do another hour. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. Meru. It's on, it's on Netflix. Unreal. All right. We'll call, the, we'll call it and do another one yeah. soon. All right. Hey, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Michael Papin Jack Show. For all your tailoring needs, head up to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment.